0: Hello and good morning. Just want to say hi to you guys. Thank you for tuning in today. Welcome to the TSMP. The secret menu podcast where we talk about love and life and work and coffee and tea and CBD and just anything. Let's let's just have a nice relaxing morning and a nice drive to work. Let's just put you, uh... Put you in a stress-free mood, you know. Hopefully it's like ASMR. Where you know, well if you're into ASMR, hopefully it's like ASMR. And it just allows you to have a nice little stress, really even car ride to wherever it is that you're particularly headed. So once again, TSMP, the Secret Menu Podcast. And uh Today I just wanna talk about a couple of things. I wanna talk about work. I want to talk about coworkers. You know, I know, um, everybody has them, you know, whether they work directly with you or, uh, they work across from you or they're in another cubicle or another office down the hall, but you can't really avoid coworkers or maybe you're the manager and they're your employees, but sometimes you have to get on their level and they become something like coworkers, but let's go ahead and dive in and discuss, you know? How do you distinguish a good coworker from a bad co-worker? You know, or how do you distinguish a good coworker from a great co-worker? You know, working in food and beverage all my life. I think a good or a great coworker is just a self-motivated worker. I think everybody puts themselves on a pedestal. They put they scale themselves up. When they talk about co-workers, and they always give, excuse me, when they talk about working, you always give yourselves a higher grade than maybe you deserve, so anytime you have a good or a great co-worker, they're ones that you grade them as good as you, if not better, you know, whatever your perception of yourself is, put that grade on them, then they're a good co and if you perceive yourself, or you perceive them to be even better than you, then that makes them a great co-worker, in your eyes, of course, because we still don't know what your grade is. You you believe that you're an A, but you running around here is C+, you know? <clears throat> you wholeheartedly believe that you're one of the hardest workers there, and you put your best foot forward, and... You know, and then, you know, maybe you don't. You, you you take a lot of smoke breaks, but we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. So, a good co worker. To me, a good co worker is a, a self motivated co worker. You know, if I'm your co worker and I'm not your boss, I shouldn't have to tell you what to do. I really shouldn't. It's not my responsibility to tell you to get this done or do this or don't forget that. Now, I'm not afraid to tell you that because I've been a boss. I am a boss, you know, on top of the fact that if you don't do your job, somebody is going to think that I have to do your job. So trust me, I'm not afraid to tell you, hey, what's going on, bro, but I shouldn't have to tell you. So if you're a good coworker, you know, you knock that stuff out without even, you know what I'm saying? Without even being motivated or, or anybody having to motivate you to do so yourself. And that's, that's beautiful. You know, a great co-worker is is one that does that all the time. A great co-worker, sometimes you forget they're even there because of how good they are. You know, they knock out their stuff and they're gone. They do what they have to do. They came, they saw, they conquered, and they up out of here. Those are the ones. They can hang with me anytime. You can come on back whenever you want. You know, those are the ones you start looking at the schedule and you say, Who am I working with today? Oh, cool. Joey's here. All right. Cool. Cool. It's going to be a good day today. One second. So every so often, even I get a coffee from the competitor. And by every so often, I should say more often than I should. So I paused it to get one. I'm sorry. Uh, We'll come back to that cup. So good coworker. Yes. Self-motivated. One that's going to get their stuff done. Bad co-worker. One of those guys that you got to pay attention to when they're getting ready to clock out. You got to you gotta keep your eye on because you just know they're going to put you in a bad position. You just know that as soon as they leave, something they didn't do or they, they half-assed it or they, they threw the trash away but they didn't put another trash bag in or just something just so trifling that, Every time that you see them, you just, ugh, just makes your, ooh, just makes your teeth itch. Or just make your, ooh, your, 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 your blood boil. And so, a bad coworker, they definitely stand out. Um, Do you train employees? Have you ever trained an employee? I want to know. Because you could be the reason that you have a bad employee or a bad coworker. And i know nobody wants to believe it's their fault you know hey i did the best that i could but sometimes when you train somebody and you show them all the secrets and you you show them all the corners to cut and you're like hey you know folks do it like this sometimes but i do it like this you know what you're really doing is you're enabling them what you're really doing is you're enabling them to be a bad Co worker to be a bad employee, you might understand the subtle nuances, nuances, excuse me, of your job and why you can cut this particular corner or why you can do this particular thing at this particular moment. That doesn't make it right, but you understand the who, what, when, where, and why you can do that particular thing. <clears throat> so when you train a new person, who doesn't understand all of those subtle differences and they just start cutting all the corners that you know you had mentioned they don't understand that now that they've cut so many corners that they made this thing inoperable that they've made their job and your job that much harder because of the corners they cut you know you might know a secret way to get to the trash compactor to get there faster than but It's at the cost of something else. So, you know, you can only do that on Fridays. You can only do that when the boss is not around or, you know, if security catch you going through that way, they'll make you go back and it's longer now or whatever. But because you just told them that all they have to do is press this button and go to this trash can and do this, that they'll be straight. You know, it was up to you to let them know or excuse me it was up to you to teach them the right way that's the first problem if you taught them the right way none of this would happen but since you taught them the 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 cool way or the extra way you uh, know now all of a sudden they think that that's the way or that's the Bible and they have no understanding of why they should do it the normal way first and you know, does that make sense? So sometimes, when training an employee, you tend to create a bad employee because you've decided to to uh, give this employee the easy way out instead of showing them the correct way first. You know, and that's something that um, something that you should think about as you take your morning drive. Or, As you get ready to train your next employee, train them right. Train them right. All the little secrets and easy ways and all the little extra stuff, they'll pick up. You don't need to be responsible for making their lives easier. They'll pick up. And when they do, they'll make the decision on whether to do the shortcut or the right way. Because like I said, you don't want to be the one responsible for making your life more miserable. Because you just trained a bad employee. <clears throat> so, we're a little bit before the halfway mark. What I did want to point out that today I have a ice cream macchiato, quad shot. I believe it's with 2% milk. And yes, I did go to the competitor today. I didn't have my own secret menu coffee this morning. I was, I was in a rush, but you better believe I'm gonna change that tomorrow. So what's in your cup? What are we drinking today? To me it's my Monday. It's Wednesday for most people. Okay, we're gonna start timestamping the why not. It's Wednesday for most people, but today is my Monday, so what do you need to get your Monday started? And I need all four of these shots. Even though I did give me some decent sleep. Let's get these quad shots Hold on it real quick, yeah. I know, uh, hey. They make a hell of a macchiato, let me tell you. So yeah, good co-workers are bad co-workers? Good co-workers, now I don't know if this is you know, this is good for the individual, of course, but they're willing to switch days with you. Now, of course, you got to be willing to switch days back with them, but a real good co-worker is one that isn't so stuck on their schedule, isn't so stuck in their ways that they're not willing to you know, do a switcheroo with you. Now I know for full time people, as I'm saying this, you're probably thinking like, uh uh-uh, uh, don't switch with me, I'm I'm not switching with you. I need all my days, but or I need my my days off to stay the same, you know, and I respect that. But then there's people who are part time or on call, or even people who are full time but whose full time schedule has changed so much that they're kinda jaded to um you know, the idea of switching and changing. Or maybe jade is not the right word, but they're okay with it. They've just done it so much, you know. Uh, but a good co-worker is one that, you know, hey, you know what, let me let me take your Monday and you take my Wednesday so I can get a little three-day weekend or or so I can, you know, my my son's birthday is on Monday, so you you take my Monday and I'll take your Wednesday, you know. And they're, they're not just taking it for nothing, you know. I'm not just going to pick up an extra day. We're exchanging, you know. Or a good co-worker who knows that this on-call person isn't getting very many days. It's like, hey, look, I don't mind an extra day off. Here, take my day, you know. You take my, my Monday, I'll have three days off this week, and you'll work a fifth day, you know. Hey, boom, everybody wins. I didn't want to come in today, and you needed the extra money, you know. So I'm glad we could all help each other. You know, those are... Those are really good co-workers. Good co-worker is a person who's not a teacher's pet. Oh, Jesus. We all hate the teacher's pets. We know you're good, and we know you are you knew the boss from, you know, a pool tournament back in the day. But the fact that you're always up under the boss's arm, and you're always brown-nosing, you know, that, that gets annoying. it gets annoying real fast, let me tell you. So... A good coworker is not one who is consistently brown nosing and consistently trying to get brownie points or consistently snitching in order to make themselves look good. Dry snitching counts too. You know, you know you dry snitches. Man, it must be nice to be able to come in five minutes late every day. Well, who came in for? Well, Sharon just walked in five minutes late again. You know, I mean, I mean... I wasn't going to say nothing, but since you asked, you know. Listen, if we're going to going to get in trouble. We don't need your help. Thank you. You know, but you constantly snitching on somebody else and not worried about your job. You know. Bad coworker. Listen, I know you guys smoke and you vape and you need a minute to do you, and I get that. I really do. I really get that. But listen, when you out there smoking and vaping for... 300 years but I go to the bathroom for a second all of a sudden this Aaron has too many bathroom breaks that's that's ridiculous I'll never understand people like that there's nobody who's self-aware we need some self-awareness in the workplace okay one second self-awareness self-awareness in the workplace so, you don't realize how many times you done went outside to vape. You don't realize how many times you went on a smoke break. You know, none of that crossed your mind at all. But it's so annoying that I have to go to the restroom. Or when a, when a person is out of position, you know, this is, this is really... All of these are just blanket statements, so I don't know what you do for a living, but... Let's list. I'm a restaurant manager at this particular moment, you know, barista when I can, you know, as the secret menu allows me. But let's go to the restaurant manager. You're my hostess or my host, and you're supposed to be at the front of the store. But because you want to chit chat with the cook or your know, vape or, you know, pick, pick whatever it is, you pick your poison, whatever it is that you want to do. You're not in position. So now, we've got somebody who has to leave their position to go cover your position. And now, we have somebody that is supposed to be in their position needs that position covered. So now, it's a domino effect of chaos because you're not in your position. Now, you know, these are blanket statements. Does that make you a bad coworker? No, but that's a bad action. Now, you could suck in general, <laughs> yes, you know, but that right there can get annoying real fast. And now you've got people saying, well, shoot, I'm not going to be in my position. I'm going to step off and I'm going to do A, B, and C because this person gets to do A, B, and C all the time. You know, and now it's just a domino effect. It's a domino effect of bad behavior. And it 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 uh, is so frustrating. You know, you don't mind picking up slack when the team needs it. If the team needs it in the store or the restaurant or the the office is getting so busy that people are out of positions to try to help out other positions, then that makes sense. You know, my hostess is bussing tables. My servers are running food. My bussers are, are are seating customers. And everybody's just in this chaotic state in order to, for the good of the company, that makes sense. For the good of the company, we have to all move around and do a little extra it was nobody's fault we got rushed we got we got busy we were short staffed somebody called out or we staffed to what we thought was accordingly and then we had you know we get buses of of young basketball players or a chinese tour group or whatever we get these situations that nobody can predict and because nobody predicted them we got a little bit under the uh, under the what, under the gun behind the eight ball or whatever euphemism you want to use, right? So when everybody's helping out because it was no fault of their own, then that's fine. You rarely hear anybody complain about what they have to do when uh, the, the team needs help. But by George, let one of you guys take one of these extended bathroom breaks or somebody's vaping again or flirting with the cooks, you know, or, or, you know, cupcaking with their boyfriend or girlfriend outside, you know, then you're going to hear it. And all you do is hear it. And uh, why do I have to do A, B and C? And it's not fair that I'm doing more work than this person because this person gets to and they're not wrong. They're not wrong they're not wrong as a manager it gets tired it gets tiring to hear that but they're not wrong you don't want to have to hear all that <laughs> extra stuff every day but at the same time if the employees or your bad co-worker was in the position that they were supposed to be in at the time that they were supposed to be there you know then we'd be in a better shape so this one today this one I'm going to cut it a little bit short today you know but you basically get the gist good co-workers or bad co-workers so now you have to look at yourself are you a bad co-worker after listing off some of the things that I listed do you find yourself taking multiple smoke breaks or cutting so many corners that it tends to mess up what's going on you know so yeah so think about it reflect reflect within yourself to see where where you are, who you are in that status. You uh, know. And of course, I appreciate you. This is the TSMP, the Secret Menu podcast. I appreciate all the love and support, folks, and uh I'll see you later. All right. Bye-bye. <music> Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another TSMP, the Secret Menu podcast. The Secret Menu is a mobile coffee shop owned by yours truly, Aaron Stewart. And uh, this is my podcast, talking about anything that you want to. This is a smooth ride, easy listening. You got your nice cup of coffee, your hot tea, whatever it is, as we're driving to work. I'm driving to work. Just candidly speaking. You know, It was never a secret. I'm headed to my regular job um, to fulfill somebody else's dream until I can get to where I need to and fulfill my own dream. So, here we are. Headed to work. Um, yeah. And that's all she wrote. So, the Secret Menu Podcast TSMP is just the nice smooth little ride as we drive and uh you know try to knock out a couple of subjects and keep it moving. So if there is an order, if anybody listening to it in any sort of order, um I was talking about dream killers and haters the other day and I I had so much more to compound on. But I don't I don't like to do back to back negative um podcasts. So um, In typical TSMP fashion, we'll do something positive and we'll take it to the appreciators. Let's talk about the people who encourage and support your dream and how important they are. You know, um, how important an appreciator of your dream is to your dream and your dream success. Um, and one portion of this i'd like to get out i'd like to just get this out right now that a skeptic of your dream isn't always a hater sometimes and maybe even i implied it yesterday but sometimes if somebody is skeptical even if they're on your side even if they're your friend your mother your girlfriend being skeptical doesn't make them a hater you know i believe once again hate hating is intent you know, that that should be there. somewhere. If someone ever writes a, a dictionary for a slang or, you know, there's always slang dictionaries. But if somebody enters hater into the 2021, 2022 dictionary, hater is intent. Your intention matters. I say intention matters because if I'm wholeheartedly... Believing in you, or I believe in your ability. I still can question what your product you're trying to sell, what dream you're trying to push, and in my criticism and in my skepticism, it um, can help mold and turn and transform your your uh, your dream into the finished product that it needs to be. You know, there's a good chance that. You know, you need that raw material to be sharpened and molded and shaped into the form of of the sword or the, the the, the you know, uh, you know, the metaphor I'm trying to say you your dream or your your ambition or your goal is a raw material. But through the hardships and the heat and the fire, you're molding it. And you're tempering that metal or that material into the weapon or useful tool that it needs to be. So, a skeptic who is a supporter, you know, or a critic who is a supporter, is not necessarily doing it to hurt you or necessarily doing it to discourage you, but you need these critics, so to speak, in order to get to the next level, in order to fully, fully realize your dream and fully, fully go to the next level, and I think that that should be stated before we go too much further. You know. Um, so yeah. So there you go. So let's talk about the supporters and let's talk about the people who love you and and push you to that next level. You know, um, it's invaluable. Um, a like a post a reshare subscribe tell a friend you know when you're in a random conversation and you can find a way to inject your friend's business or plan or television show or podcast or 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 whatever it is their clothing business and boutique this is beautiful to have that you can't i mean you can pay for that you can but the fact that you don't need to pay for that is beautiful it's a beautiful beautiful thing um to have you know and we have to make sure that we appreciate the ones who appreciate us and we appreciate our supporters because they don't have to do it even as a loved one even as a girlfriend you know she doesn't have to support your mixtape bro (laughs) she doesn't have to repost your you know your song on youtube and you know, she doesn't have to. She's got her own friends and her own audiences and her own everything. So to get your significant other to, you know, support you in such a manner, you know, is is lovely. Is lovely because once again, they don't have to. And I feel like that support is just—it's my motivation factor. It's my motivating factor um, personally. You know, I have my girlfriend, I have my mother, I have my sister, and I feel like throughout the years, I've brought some things to the table, and they were just so excited about, and they were just so, they pick up whatever I put down, you know what I mean? Like, they just love the ideas, and then you don't go nowhere with it, or you don't follow through with it, and you have people looking like, so what's up? So, how's that book coming? How's your 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 next invention coming? You know what I mean? And it can get frustrated and you can lose the support of your supporters. You can lose the confidence of the, your supporters. So in order to pay your supporters back, you also have to um, follow through. In order to pay your supporters back, you have to commit and show them that, you know... Um, that you're willing to to sacrifice and you're willing to commit and put in a consorted effort to get this thing together. If not, why are they here? (laughs) If not, why go through this? You know, uh, they look just as dumb as you do, you know, cheerleading for a bad team. You know, they look just as bad as you do because you're getting people hyped and excited about these different situations just to bring it back down and, you know, and not carry on. So in order to appreciate your supporters and, and your family and friends that that uh, that care about your dreams just as much, sometimes just as much as you do, sometimes even more than you do, you know, a thank you is, is great, but following through, you know, following through to the end. Obviously... end is subjective, you know, but your dream is to open a pizza parlor, you know, and you've got people helping you make flyers and you pass out business cards and, you know, ride that thing till the wheels fall off. Because if you've got a different, you know, for the lack of better words, harebrained scheme every week or so or every, you know, then people aren't going to take you as seriously anymore. They're not going to support your next situation but if everything has been fruitful or at least fully attempted you know what i mean like okay so you you failed but you failed forward you failed in that pizza parlor but you you learned some things you understood where you failed at and you understood that pizza wasn't the wasn't the um you know the the area of choice wasn't the best necessary situation. So all of a sudden, you've got a new dream a couple years later or a new hope or a new goal. Your people can still support that and, and don't feel any kind of way about supporting that because you failed forward. You failed with no... That had nothing to do with you. Your failure had nothing to do with you per se. You know, in this scenario. So your supporters and friends and family could just as well still want to push you forward on your next venture but by you not committing to your first one you know you can lose those supporters you know because they run the risk of looking just as dumb as you posting up on your wall and passing out flyers or getting their co-workers and uh, other family members involved to to find out that that's it that's all she wrote you know so you want to definitely appreciate and take care of your supporters. I do this for myself, obviously. I do this for my kids. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. But I do this for the people who I want to make proud. And sometimes that force, you know, each each force drives you uh, to a certain point, you know. Maybe your kids drive you to uh, as far as they, they can drive you. And your own personal motivations and goals, they push you to a certain point, you know. And then... The fact that I want to make my family proud of me, it drives me to a point. And there's a certain point that all of these vehicles are pushing you and driving you and taking you to the point where you want to try to achieve this excellence and you use these vehicles to get you to that place of excellence. I use my children as motivation to get me as far as they can get me. And then if ever that's not enough, I use my own personal motivations, my own personal and some might even call it selfish reasonings to get to the next level and then after that I use the motivation that I want my family to be proud of me you know do I think that my family's proud of me? sure but if I could be honest I don't know why you know um I don't know not trying to turn this into a therapy session but uh I feel like whatever I've accomplished is real middle of the road. You know what I mean? Like, my, duh, you have a job, a roof over your head, and a couple of kids, you know? All right. And maybe that's enough. And maybe it should be enough, you know? But it's not for me. Um, It's not. So... That's uh, a little off topic, but we'll bring it back. So yeah, so um, the people who support you are very important, and and can be used as a vehicle to get to where you need to go. And you know, my children, children are some of the biggest supporters. They, their youthful innocence, are you know, they just want the best, and only the best can happen. And nothing could possibly go wrong, and and everything is gonna go perfect and exactly the way you want it to go, because duh, you know kids aren't used to failure, they aren't used to the hard knocks, they aren't used to the ups and downs. So everything that they say is comes from a, a, a place of hope and you know fantasy, and and it's good and it's good, you know. If you use that wisely, it's it's. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. You just have to understand the truth of the matter or the the more hardships of the matter. So, um, you know. So you're not just living in that fantasy land, but after dealing with adults all day and dealing with, you know, bitter and morbid people, you know, it's good. To get, um, you know, to get that from the children, to get that support from the children, because you know who else are you gonna get it from? You know, maybe younger adults, but man, there's so many critics and cynics and and uh, depressed and "eeyore, woe is me" type people out there. You know, sometimes you're able to fall back on your children or children in general if you don't have children nieces and nephews, or, you know, f- a friends, children who are who you're close to, you know, that fake uncle, you know. Um, you know, sometimes you can lean on them for advice, <laughs> believe it or not. It might not come in the form that you think, but advice. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Kids are cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... That. So here we are. We're at almost the 15-minute mark, and I am in the drive-through of the competitor. Mm. I need a pick-me-up. It's gonna be a long day, and you know, some blonde ristretto shot sounds really delicious right now. And I think I'm gonna keep the I'm gonna keep it running when I make this uh, while I make this uh, order. I want you guys to hear it. Uh, I'm also going to do a brief experiment... To see if it still records... When I open up my... Competitor's app... (laughs) One second... If... I didn't know any better... I'd say we're still recording... And... Yes... Yes... Here we are... So yeah... So we have our... Supporters... We have our haters... And we've got our young children who are supporters, who are just a jewel, just a gem to have around, to be able to tell them your dreams and hopefully motivate them and let them know it is okay to continue to dream, you know, don't feel like you have to be a certain age or demographic of sorts to dream, so let's check this out real quick.
1: Me, I'm sure
0: what's gonna get me. Hi, may I have a venti iced caramel macchiato, please? Venti iced
1: caramel macchiato. Anything
0: else? It's gonna be with whole milk. Whole milk. Blonde ristretto.
1: Blonde ristretto.
0: With an add shot.
1: an okay. And an extra pump of vanilla. And
0: an extra pump of vanilla. Yep. Okay. And lastly, light ice. And last
1: light ice. Okay.
0: Uh, you you have any birthday cake pops?
1: Birthday
0: idea. Yeah, I'll take one of those as well.
1: One birthday. Anything else?
0: That should do it.
1: Okay, your total's gonna be 9.54 we
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is Aaron Stewart's drink. <laughs> that's that's my drink of choice. So anyway, uh, anyway. So halfway mark, what are you drinking? Mm. Uh, you mm. just heard what I was drinking what are you drinking what's what's going on in your in your cup you know what's in your wallet no what's in your cup what are we sipping on to me this is my thursday i got two more days of work this one and one more coming up um and yeah this one today is going to be the one um it's a saturday so there's a lot going on um so we got a uh we got to knock some things out today, so... And, of course, because it's a Saturday, it's going to be busy. I assume, I anticipate, I hope. So there's a lot that we got to get done today, uh, on a Saturday. So, you know, uh, this extra shot is going to be just what the doctor ordered. You know, I need that. I need that. So, bring it back. Um, I'm hoping that you guys are fulfilling your dreams or pushing your dreams to the next level, you know, you should always you know go for the gusto you know and and while you're going for the gusto recognize the people who show up recognize the people who show out recognize the people who repost and, and share and like and subscribe and it seems simple in certain aspects and and it is but in other aspects it needs to be applauded you know I'm here in Vegas and I'm here in Vegas and on on certain days, I get to bring um, I take my um coffee shop and I take it down to the barbershop, shop and the barber shop as far as I don't know what. and because as far as I don't know what, to get people coming from Green Valley and Summerlin all to come and support me for my five dollar cup of coffee. It's. You don't even know. It's another motivating factor to make sure that I'm. I fulfill this dream. I don't want to let you down. I don't want to let anybody down. You came to see me. You came all this way. You didn't come for the coffee. You obviously didn't come for the coffee. You skipped over several coffee shops to get to my place. You never even had the coffee before you don't know if it's delicious or boo-boo or trash or even if it is delicious even if it is rated top five best coffees in the world would you have driven all the way just to come for that cup of coffee no no one second time to make payment it's really organic this podcast today Thank you. That was the sound of them scanning the app. Now I'm getting my cake pop. Okay. Big kid. Thank you. You too. Side note. Starbucks has such good customer service. I know I don't talk about that. I don't say the competitor's name, but keep it real. I have nothing against Starbucks. I just think it's, you know, it's a nice little gimmick to continue to call them the competitor and have this made-up beef. But they have such good customer service that when they just give you regular service, sometimes it feels like bad service. And I kind of like that. It's almost... uh, uh, it's just p- pushing you or forcing you to to do better every day because, you know, if you're just regular, it's like, mm, what's wrong with her? And I just said that to myself. I'm like, what's wrong with her? <laughs> but she was actually regular. She wasn't bad. She wasn't outstanding, but she wasn't bad. But by Starbucks standards, it's like, oh, wow. Hmm. I guess she's getting a little mood today, you know. But it's like nah, she was cool. You know? I'm tripping. But with that said, bringing it all the way back, <laughs> what was I saying? Um, a Motivating factor: the fact that the fact that I'm having friends and family come from all corners of Las Vegas, which by other city standards is not that big. But that's not the point. You know, by our standards, I'm not driving 30 minutes you know for no cup of coffee unless of course I'm supporting my friend and then like I want to just shout out and I I can't name them all by name but I want to shout out my Facebook friends who are just Facebook friends you know Uh, young lady we worked at Stratosphere for like a year together and by together I mean like her department over there and my department over here and we would vaguely see each other every so often and she came and supported And another gentleman, if I can be completely honest, and I'm a name drop, Damien, not my Damien from New York, New York, but my long-haired rocker dude, Damien, I don't remember where we met. It feels like we were always just Facebook friends, like, was it the Sun Krillin days? Uh, Was it um, Geniuses at Work? Or or dynamically insane these are these are small record labels in the city that we were that i was associated with or signed with Uh, i don't remember where i know you from man but you pulled up bro you and your girlfriend you came all the way um to my shop you pulled up you bought a cup of coffee we shook hands we talked about the future and we're still going to get together um i have faith in that and and here we are, you know, and like to say that is like amazing to say that I made some sort of impact on somebody, even if it's just the social media or maybe who I was before we, we you know what I'm saying, before the situation, but I made such an impact on somebody that they came to see me just off of our previous interactions decade ago. Or our interactions now through social media. You know, and these things, these things push me. These things motivate me and make me so excited that when I am working and thriving, you could say, I knew you when. I knew you when you were just getting started. I, I bought your first cup of coffee when, you know what I'm saying? I bought your first cup of coffee when you were in front of a barbershop. on the on the on the east side you know that's not only a story for you that's a story for me like yeah man i remember i remember you came all the way over there you and your girlfriend you know what i'm saying like that to me is like amazing and i'm just i'm flattered i'm humbled you know what i mean um and thank you absolutely thank you You know, you and others like you. And I didn't name drop everybody, you know. Um, But I just wanted to just touch on that as I'm talking about supporters, you know. Um, I feel like there's two, there's people, I don't want to say two, but there's people who you think are obligated to be your supporters, who aren't, by the way. And then there's people who are definitely not obligated to be your supporters. And I think both of them are, both of those people mean a lot, but it just hits home a little bit different to the person who has no obligation to you whatsoever. You know, I feel like uh, my girlfriend, Elizabeth, I feel like she supports me because she wants to support me, not because she's obligated to, not because... Yeah, it's my boyfriend, so let me know. I think she sees the vision. I think she sees the hustle. She definitely understands the product. She's a better barista than myself, you know? Um, <laughs> don't tell her I said that. But, um, she. Sorry, y'all. Uh, mm, this podcast is too organic this morning. Um, so, she, um, She supports me because she supports me. Not because I'm her boyfriend and she ain't got no choice because she does have a choice. She could say, good luck, player. See you when you get home. You know? So, I don't know. I'm starting to get all over the place, but I just want to say that we have to take care of our supporters. We have to take care of the ones who take care of us. We have to take care of the ones who Go out and buy you product and uh, tablecloths and help you set up and help you break down and you know and they're not asking for nothing but for you to succeed. That's what they want from you. They want you to be successful. It couldn't hurt their success either, you know. And me being successful does. The, the trickle down economics works in my life, you know. If something, if I do become better and more successful, that's there's one less person you have to worry about. A, B. Of course, I'm giving back to to the, my friends and family, you know. What I'm saying family and friends who have pushed me and helped me along this way. It's, so yeah, it's definitely trickle down economics over here. But you know, I'm um, I'm just so appreciative and so grateful. And you should be too. You know, make sure that you're telling people. Let you appreciate them. Make sure that you're putting your best foot forward when it comes to your own business streams. Because you got people riding on you. You got people rooting for you. You got people rooting against you. We talked about that previously. So I won't go into too much details. But trust me, you you don't want the people rooting against you to win. And you definitely want the people rooting for you to win. You know? Um... Just a small story. I'm still not at the destination, but I am going to cut it off a little bit before I get to the destination. I don't. I don't want to too many 30 minute long podcasts. So, um, I just want to say um, Logan Riley was um, a cohort friend. Might be strong, you know. what I'm saying. I think that we were friendly with each other in high school and. Um, We had the capability to be friends, but it just never transitioned into post-high school and adulthood. But Logan Riley went to Las Vegas Academy with me. And seeing him on Shark Tank and seeing him now as the owner of the Pink Box is beautiful. (laughs) It's so beautiful. The Pink Box Donuts out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And whether... He remembers me. Whether he has any type of recollection, here's his podcast. Doesn't? Uh, I think that is absolutely amazing because I can say I knew you. Win like Las Vegas Academy. We could say Neo was there, but who knew Neo? I didn't know Neo. Uh, I never even seen the guy. You know, El Dorado had Steven Jackson. You know, I didn't know Steven Jackson. I didn't meet him, the the, the uh, football player. You know, so there's a lot of people who have success or relative success. And it's like, did you know them when or or, or you just name dropping because they're out here in the city? So I want to say that I may not have remembered you or we may not have kicked it much in um, high school or, or what have you. But I want to say that I'm proud of you, Logan, and people like Logan uh, Riley. I'm proud of you, Um And I'm supporting you. I didn't know I was supporting you when I was first buying Pink Donut. But now I'm definitely supporting you. Now that I do know. And I'm hoping that uh, you carry on and and, and go far. Uh, I've got a few friends who are doing acting. Um, Leland. I want to give a shout out to my buddy Leland who's out there making moves. Uh, I've seen your commercials. And I know that you've got some bigger plans in the future. Um... And, and just a handful of other talented individuals. Uh-huh. Uh, they'll get that reference. Just a few other talented individuals that I remember from high school that I'm seeing. And I'm watching your moves. And I'm hoping y'all are watching mine. And I'm hoping that when we get to our destination, we can say, I see you, player. You know? So, anyway. Uh, I appreciate you guys for listening. I appreciate um, your time this morning. And going with me today as I went through drive-thrus and and honked at <laughs> bad drivers out here in traffic and uh yeah thank you for the love thank you for the support and i'll see you guys on the next one uh, make sure you guys follow me on instagram uh, the secret menu lv um on instagram and then of course uh email me at the secret menu las vegas uh, at gmail.com if you guys want to talk about anything or got any subjects you want to bring up and of course, lastly, www.thesecretmenuvegas.com will get you um, to the website and keep you posted on everything that's going on. Alrighty. Thank you, guys. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another TSMP the secret menu podcast the secret menu is a mobile coffee shop owned by yours truly Aaron Stewart and uh, this is my podcast talking about anything that you want to this is a smooth ride easy listening you got your nice cup of coffee your hot tea whatever it is as we're driving to work I'm driving to work just candidly speaking, you know, it was never a secret. I'm headed to my regular job um, to fulfill somebody else's dream until I can get to where I need to and fulfill my own dream. So here we are headed to work. Um, yeah, and that's all she wrote. So the Secret Menu Podcast TSMP is just a nice, smooth little ride as we drive, and, uh, you know, try to knock out a couple of subjects and keep it moving. So, if there is an order, if anybody's listening to it in any sort of order, um, I was talking about dream killers and haters the other day, and I I had so much more to compound on, but I don't, I don't like to do back-to-back negative, um, podcasts, so, um, In typical TSMP fashion, we'll do something positive and we'll take it to the appreciators. Let's talk about the people who encourage and support your dream and how important they are. You know, um, how important an appreciator of your dream is to your dream and your dream success. Um, And one portion of this I'd like to get out, I'd like to just get this out right now, that... A skeptic of your dream isn't always a hater. Sometimes, and maybe even I implied it yesterday, but sometimes if somebody is skeptical, even if they're on your side, even if they're your friend, your mother, your girlfriend, being skeptical doesn't make them a hater. You know, I believe once again, hate hating is intent, you know? That that should be there. somewhere. If someone ever writes a, a dictionary for a slang, or you know, there's always slang dictionaries. But if somebody enters "hater" into the 2021-2022 dictionary, "hater" is intent. Your intention matters. I say intention matters because if I'm wholeheartedly believing in you. I believe in your ability. I still can question what your product you're trying to sell, what dream you're trying to push. And in my criticism and in my skepticism, it um, can help mold and turn and transform your, your, uh, your dream into the finished product that it needs to be. You know, there's a good chance that you know, you need that raw material to be sharpened and molded and shaped into the form of of the sword or the the the, the you know uh, you know the metaphor I'm trying to say. You your dream or your your ambition or your goal is a raw material, but through the hardships and the heat and the fire, you're molding it. And you're tempering that metal or that material into the weapon or useful tool that it needs to be. So a skeptic who is a supporter, you know, or a critic who is a supporter is not necessarily doing it to hurt you or necessarily doing it to discourage you. But you need these critics so to speak, in order to get to the next level, in order to fully, fully realize your dream and fully, fully go to the next level, and I think that that should be stated before we go too much further, you know, um, so yeah, so there you go, so let's talk about the supporters and let's talk about the people who love you and, and push you to that next level, you know, um, it's invaluable, um, a like, a post, a reshare, subscribe, tell a friend, you know, when you're in a random conversation and you can find a way to inject your friend's business or plan or television show or podcast or, or, or whatever it is, their clothing business and boutique. This is beautiful to have that. You can't, I mean, you can pay for that. You can, but the fact that you don't need to pay for that is beautiful it's a beautiful beautiful thing um to have you know and we have to make sure that we appreciate the ones who appreciate us and we appreciate our supporters because they don't have to do it even as a loved one even as a girlfriend you know she doesn't have to support your mixtape bro (laughs) she doesn't have to repost your you know your song on youtube and you know, she doesn't have to. She's got her own friends and her own audiences and her own everything. So to get your significant other to you know, support you in such a manner, you know, is is lovely. It's lovely. Because once again they don't have to. And I feel like that support is just it's my motivation factor. It's my motivating factor, um, personally. You know, I have my girlfriend, I have my mother, I have my sister, and I feel like throughout the years, I've brought some things to the table, and they were just so excited about, and they were just so, they pick up whatever I put down, you know what I mean? Like, they just love the ideas, and then you don't go nowhere with it, or you don't follow through with it, and you have people looking like, so what's up? So, how's that book coming? How's your 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 next invention coming? You know what I mean? And it can get frustrated and you can lose the support of your supporters. You can lose the confidence of the, your supporters. So in order to pay your supporters back, you also have to um, follow through. In order to pay your supporters back, you have to commit and show them that, you know... Um, that you're willing to, to sacrifice and you're willing to commit and put in a consorted effort to get this thing together. If not, why are they here? <laughs> if not, why go through this? You know, uh, they look just as dumb as you do, you know, cheerleading for a bad team. You know, they look just as bad as you do because you're getting people hyped and excited about these different situations. Just to bring it back down, and you know, and not carry on. So, in order to appreciate your supporters and, and your family and friends that that uh, that care about your dreams, just as much, sometimes just as much as you do, sometimes even more than you do. You know, a thank you is is great, but following through, you know, following through to the end. Obviously, the end is objective you know, but your dream is to open a pizza parlor, you know, and you've got people helping you make flyers and you pass out business cards and, you know, r- ride that thing till the wheels fall off. Because if you got a different, you know, for the lack of better words, harebrained scheme every week or so or every, you know, then people aren't going to take you as seriously anymore. They're not going to support your next situation but if everything has been fruitful or at least fully attempted you know what i mean like okay so you you failed but you failed forward you failed in that pizza parlor but you you learned some things you understood where you failed at and you understood that pizza wasn't the wasn't the um you know the the area of choice wasn't the best necessary situation. So all of a sudden, you've got a new dream a couple years later or a new hope or a new goal. Your people can still support that and, and don't feel any kind of way about supporting that because you failed forward. You failed with no... That had nothing to do with you. Your failure had nothing to do with you per se. You know, in this scenario. So your supporters and friends and family could just as well still want to push you forward on your next venture but by you not committing to your first one you know you can lose those supporters you know because they run the risk of looking just as dumb as you posting up on your wall and passing out flyers or getting their co-workers and fa- uh, other family members involved to, to find out that that's it that's all she wrote you know so you want to definitely appreciate and take care of your supporters. I do this for myself, obviously. I do this for my kids. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. But I do this for the people who I want to make proud. And sometimes that force, you know, each each force drives you uh, to a certain point, you know. Maybe your kids drive you to uh, as far as it, they can drive you. And your own personal motivations and goals, they push you to a certain point, you know. And then... The fact that I want to make my family proud of me, it drives me to a point. And there's a certain point that all of these vehicles are pushing you and driving you and taking you to the point where you want to try to achieve this excellence and you use these vehicles to get you to that place of excellence. I use my children as motivation to get me as far as they can get me. And then if ever that's not enough, I use my own personal motivations, my own personal and some might even call it selfish reasonings to get to the next level and then after that I use the motivation that I want my family to be proud of me you know do I think that my family's proud of me? sure but if I could be honest I don't know why you know um I don't know not trying to turn this into a therapy session but uh I feel like whatever I've accomplished is real middle of the road. You know what I mean? Like, my, duh, you have a job, a roof over your head, and a couple of kids, you know? All right. And maybe that's enough. And maybe it should be enough, you know? But it's not for me. Um, It's not. So... That's uh, a little off topic, but we'll bring you back. So yeah, so um, the people who support you are very important and and can be used as a vehicle to get to where you need to go. And you know, my children, children are some of the biggest supporters. they their're youthful innocence, they're you know they just want the best and only the best can happen and nothing could possibly go wrong and, and everything is going to go perfect and exactly the way you want it to go because, duh, you know, kids aren't used to failure they aren't used to the hard knocks they aren't used to the ups and downs so everything that they say is comes from a, a, a place of hope and, you know, fantasy and, and it's good and it's good you know if you use that wisely it's it's. there's nothing wrong with that you know you just have to understand the truth of the matter or the the more hardships of the matter so um, you know so you're not just living in that fantasy land but after dealing with adults all day and dealing with you know bitter and morbid people you know it's good to get, um, you know, to get that from the children, to get that support from the children, because you know, who else are you going to get it from, you know, maybe younger adults, but man, there's so many critics and cynics and and uh, depressed and Eeyore, woe is me type people out there. You know, sometimes you're able to fall back on your children or children in general. If you don't have children, nieces and nephews, or you know, friends' children who are you're close to. You know, that fake uncle. You know, um, you know. Sometimes you can lean on them for advice. (laughs) Believe it or not, it might not come in the form that you think, but advice. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Kids are cool. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that. So here we are. We're at almost the 15-minute mark, and I am in the drive-thru of the competitor. Mm. I need a pick-me-up. It's going to be a long day, and you know, some blonde ristretto shots sounds really delicious right now. And I think I'm gonna keep the I'm gonna keep it running when I make this uh, while I make this uh, order. I want you guys to hear it. Uh, I'm also gonna do a brief experiment to see if it still records when I open up my <laughs> competitors app. <laughs> One second. If I didn't know any better, I'd say we're still recording. And yes, yes, here we are so yeah so we have Mm -hmm. our supporters we have our haters and we've got our young children who are supporters who are just a jewel just a gem to have around to be able to tell them your dreams and hopefully motivate them and let them know it, it is okay to continue to dream you know don't feel like you have to be a certain age or demographic or of sorts to dream. So let's check this out real quick. Thank you
1: for choosing up shop. Sure it's
0: gonna get free. Hi, may I have a venti iced caramel macchiato please? Venti
1: iced caramel macchiato, anything else?
0: It's gonna be with whole milk. Whole milk. Blonde ristretto.
1: Blonde ristretto.
0: With the ad shot.
1: Okay, an ad shot.
0: Okay. And an extra pump of vanilla.
1: Papa vanilla. Yep.
0: Okay. And lastly, light ice. And last light
1: ice. Okay.
0: Uh you you have any birthday cake pops?
1: Birthday cake pops? Yeah, I do.
0: I'll take one of those as well.
1: One birthday. Anything else?
0: That should do it. Okay, your
1: total's gonna be 9.54 at the window.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is Aaron Stewart's drink. <laughs> That's, that's my drink of choice. So anyway, uh, anyway, so halfway Mark, what are you drinking? Mm -hmm. Uh, You just heard what I was drinking. So what are you drinking? What's, what's going on in your, in your cup? You know, what's in your wallet? No, what's in your cup? What are we sipping on? To me, this is my Thursday. I got two more days of work, this one and one more coming up, um, and yeah, this one today is gonna be the one. Um, it's a Saturday, so there's a lot going on. Um, so we gotta uh, we gotta knock some things out today. So, <clears throat> and of course, because it's a Saturday, it's gonna be busy. I assume, I anticipate, I hope. So there's a lot that we gotta get done today uh, on a Saturday. So you know, uh, this extra shot is going to be just with the doctor ordered, you know, I need that, I need that, so, bringing it back, um, I'm hoping that you guys are fulfilling your dreams, or pushing your dreams to the next level, you know, you should always, you know, go for the gusto, you know, and, and while you're going for the gusto, recognize the people who show up, recognize the people who show out, recognize the people who repost and, and share and like and subscribe and it seems simple in certain aspects and and it is but in other aspects it needs to be applauded you know I'm here in Vegas and I'm I'm here in Vegas and on on certain days I get to bring um, I take my um, coffee shop and I take it down to the barbershop and the barbershop as far as I don't know what and because as far as I don't know what to get people coming from Green Valley and Summerlin all to come and support me for my $5 cup of coffee it's you don't even know it's another motivating factor to make sure that I am I fulfill this dream I don't want to let you down I don't want to let anybody down you came to see me You came all this way You didn't come for the coffee You obviously didn't come for the coffee You skipped over several coffee shops To get to my place You never even had the coffee before You don't know if it's delicious or boo-boo or trash Or Even if it is delicious Even if it is rated top five best coffees in the world Would you have driven all the way Just to come for that cup of coffee? No, no One second time to make payment It's really organic, this podcast today. Thank you. That was the sound of them scanning the app.
1: I'm getting
0: my cake pop. Okay. Big kid. Thank you, you too. Side note, Starbucks has such good customer service. I know I don't talk about that. I don't say the competitor's name, but keep it real. I have nothing against Starbucks. I just think it's, you know, it's a nice little gimmick to continue to call them the competitor and have this made up beef. But they have such good customer service that when they just give you regular service, sometimes it feels like bad service. And I kind of like that. It's almost, uh, uh, it's just pushing you or forcing you to to do better every day. Because, you know, if you're just regular, it's like, "Mm, what's wrong with her? And I just said that to myself. I'm like, what's wrong with her? (laughs) But she was actually, Regular, she wasn't bad, she wasn't outstanding, but she wasn't bad. But by Starbucks standards, it's like, oh wow, and, mm, I guess she's getting a little mood today, you know. But it's like, nah, she was cool, you know? I'm tripping, but with that said, bringing it all the way back. <laughs> what was I saying? Um, a motivating factor the fact that the fact that I'm having. Friends and family come from all corners of Las Vegas, which by other city standards is not that big, but that's not the point. You know, by our standards, I'm not driving 30 minutes, you know, for no cup of coffee. Unless, of course, I'm supporting my friend. And then, like, I want to just shout out, and I, I can't name them all by name, but I want to shout out my Facebook friends who are just Facebook friends. You know, a uh, young lady, we worked at stratosphere for like a year together and by together i mean like her department over there and my department over here and we would vaguely see each other every so often and she came and supported and another gentleman if i can be completely honest and i'm a name drop damien um not my damien from new york new york but my long-haired rocker dude damien i don't remember where we met It feels like we were always just facebook friends like was it the sun krillin days Uh, was it um geniuses at work or or dynamically insane these are these are small record labels in the city that we were that i was associated with or signed with Uh, i don't remember where i know you from man but you pulled up bro you and your girlfriend you came all the way um to my shop, you pulled up, you bought a cup of coffee, we shook hands we talked about the future and we're still going to get together um, I have faith in that and and here we are you know and like to say that is like amazing to say that I made some sort of impact on somebody even if it's just the social media or maybe who I was before we, we you know what I'm saying before this situation but I made such an impact on somebody that they came to see me just off of our previous interactions decade ago or our interactions now through social media you know and these things these things push me these things motivate me and make me so excited that when I am working and thriving you could say I knew you when I knew you when you were just getting started I I bought your first cup of coffee when you know what I'm saying. I bought your first cup of coffee when you were in front of a barber shop on the on the on the east side. You know, that's not only a story for you. That's a story for me. Like, yeah, man, I remember. I remember you came all the way over there. You and your girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like that to me is like amazing, and I'm just I'm flattered. I'm humbled. You know what I mean? Um, And thank you. Absolutely thank you. You know, you and others like you. And I didn't name drop everybody, you know. Um, But I just wanted to just touch on that as I'm talking about supporters, you know. Um, I feel like there's two, there's people, I don't want to say two, but there's people who you think are obligated to be your supporters, who aren't, by the way. And then there's people who are definitely not obligated to be your supporters. And I think both of them are, both of those people mean a lot, but it just hits home a little bit different to the person who has no obligation to you whatsoever. You know, I feel like uh, my girlfriend, Elizabeth, I feel like she supports me because she wants to support me, not because she's obligated to not because yeah, it's my boyfriend so let me no I think she sees the vision I think she sees the hustle she definitely understands the product she's a better barista than myself you know um <laughs> don't tell her I said that but um, she sorry y'all uh, mm, uh, this podcast is too organic this morning i um, so, she um, she supports me because she supports me, not because I'm her boyfriend and she ain't got no choice. Because she does have a choice. She could say, "Good luck, player. See you when you get home." You know. So, I don't know. I'm starting to get all over the place, but I just want to say that we have to take care of our supporters. We have to take care of the ones who take care of us. Have to take care of the ones who go out and buy you product and uh, tablecloths and help you set up and help you break down and you know and they're not asking for nothing but for you to succeed. That's what they want from you. They want you to be successful. It couldn't hurt their success either, you know. And me being successful does. The, the trickle down economics works in my life, you know. If something, if I do become better and more successful, that's there's one less person you have to worry about. A, B. Of course, I'm giving back to, to the, my friends and family, you know. What I'm saying family and friends who have pushed me and helped me along this way. So yeah, it's definitely trickle down economics over here. But you know, I'm um, I'm just so appreciative and so grateful, and you should be too. You know, make sure that you're telling people. Let you appreciate them. Make sure that you're putting your best foot forward when it comes to your own business streams because you got people riding on you. You got people rooting for you. You got people rooting against you. We talked about that previously, so I won't go into too much details, but trust me, you you don't want the people rooting against you to win, and you definitely want the people rooting for you to win, you know? Um... Just a small story. We're still not at the destination, but I am going to cut it off a little bit before I get to the destination. I don't. I don't want to too many thirty-minute-long podcasts. So, um, I just want to say, um, Logan Riley was um, a cohort. A Friend might be strong. You know what I'm saying? I think that we were friendly with each other in high school and. Um, We had the capability to be friends, but it just never transitioned into post-high school and adulthood. But Logan Riley went to Las Vegas Academy with me. And seeing him on Shark Tank and seeing him now as the owner of the Pink Box is beautiful. (laughs) It's so beautiful. The Pink Box Donuts out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And whether he remembers me, whether... He has any type of recollection, hears his podcast, doesn't. Uh, I think that is absolutely amazing because I can say, I knew you win. Like, Las Vegas Academy, we could say Neo was there, but who knew Neo? I didn't know Neo. Uh, I never even seen the guy. You know, El Dorado had Steven Jackson. You know, I didn't know Steven Jackson. I didn't meet him, the, the, the uh, football player. You know, so there's a lot of people who have success or relative success. And it's like, did you know them when or or, or you just name dropping because they're out here in the city? So I want to say that I may not have remembered you or we may not have kicked it much in um, high school or, or what have you. But I want to say that I'm proud of you, Logan, and people like Logan uh, Riley. I'm proud of you, Um And I'm supporting you. I didn't know I was supporting you when I was first buying Pink Donut. But now I'm definitely supporting you. Now that I do know. And I'm hoping that uh, you carry on and and, and go far. Uh, I've got a few friends who are doing acting. Um, Leland. I want to give a shout out to my buddy Leland who's out there making moves. Uh, I've seen your commercials. And I know that you've got some bigger plans in the future. Um... And, and just a handful of other talented individuals. Uh-huh. Uh, they'll get that reference. There's a few other talented individuals that I remember from high school that I'm seeing. And I'm watching your moves. And I'm hoping y'all watching mine. And I'm hoping that when we get to our destination, we can say, I see you, player. You know? So, anyway. Uh, I appreciate you guys for listening. I appreciate um, your time this morning. And going with me today as I went through drive-thrus and and honked at <laughs> bad drivers out here in traffic, and, uh, yeah, thank you for the love, thank you for the support, and I'll see you guys on the next one, uh, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, uh, the secret menu LV, um, on Instagram, and then, of course, uh, email me at the secret menu Las Vegas uh, at gmail dot com, if you guys want to talk about anything, or have got any subjects you want to bring up. And, of course, lastly, www.thesecretmenuvegas.com. We'll get you um, to the website and keep you posted on everything that's going on. All righty. Thank you, guys. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another TSMP the secret menu podcast the secret menu is a mobile coffee shop owned by yours truly Aaron Stewart and uh, this is my podcast talking about anything that you want to this is a smooth ride easy listening you got your nice cup of coffee your hot tea whatever it is as we're driving to work I'm driving to work just candidly speaking, you know, it was never a secret. I'm headed to my regular job um, to fulfill somebody else's dream until I can get to where I need to and fulfill my own dream. So here we are headed to work. Um, yeah. And that's all she wrote. So the Secret Menu Podcast TSMP is just a nice, smooth little ride as we drive and, uh, you know, try to knock out a couple of subjects and keep it moving. So if there is an order, if anybody's been listening to it in any sort of order, um, I was talking about dream killers and haters the other day and I, I had so much more to compound on, but I don't, I don't like to do back to back negative, um, podcasts. So, um... In typical TSMP fashion, we'll do something positive and we'll take it to the appreciators. Let's talk about the people who encourage and support your dream and how important they are. You know, um, how important an appreciator of your dream is to your dream and your dream success. Um, And one portion of this I'd like to get out, I'd like to just get this out right now, that... A skeptic of your dream isn't always a hater. Sometimes, and maybe even I implied it yesterday, but sometimes if somebody is skeptical, even if they're on your side, even if they're your friend, your mother, your girlfriend, being skeptical doesn't make them a hater. You know, I believe once again, hate hating is intent, you know? that that should be somewhere. Somewhere. If someone ever writes a a dictionary for slang, or, you know, there's always slang dictionaries, but if somebody enters hater into the 2021, 2022 dictionary, hater is intent. Your intention matters. I say intention matters because if I'm wholeheartedly believing in you, or I believe in your ability, I still can question what your product you're trying to sell, what dream you're trying to push. And in my criticism and in my skepticism, it um, can help mold and turn and transform your, your, uh, your dream into the finished product that it needs to be. You know, there's a good chance that you know, you need that raw material to be sharpened and molded and shaped into the form of of the sword or the the the, the you know uh, you know the metaphor I'm trying to say. You your dream or your your ambition or your goal is a raw material, but through the hardships and the heat and the fire, you're molding it. And you're tempering that metal or that material into the weapon or useful tool that it needs to be. So, a skeptic who is a supporter, you know, or a critic who is a supporter is not necessarily doing it to hurt you or necessarily doing it to discourage you, but you need these critics, so to speak, in order to get to the next level, in order to fully, fully realize your dream and fully, fully go to the next level, and I think that that should be stated before we go too much further. You know. Um, so yeah, so there you go. So let's talk about the supporters and let's talk about the people who love you and and push you to that next level. You know, um, it's invaluable. Um, a like a post a reshare subscribe tell a friend you know when you're in a random conversation and you can find a way to inject your friend's business or plan or television show or podcast or 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 whatever it is their clothing business and boutique this is beautiful to have that you can't i mean you can pay for that you can Mm -hmm. but the fact that you don't need to pay for that is beautiful it's a beautiful beautiful thing um to have you know and we have to make sure that we appreciate the ones who appreciate us and we appreciate our supporters because they don't have to do it even as a loved one even as a girlfriend you know she doesn't have to support your mixtape bro (laughs) she doesn't have to repost your you know your song on youtube and you know she doesn't have to she's got her own friends and her own audiences and her own everything so to get your significant other to you know support you in such a manner you know is is lovely, it's lovely. because once again they don't have to and I feel like that support is just it's my motivation factor it's my motivating factor um, personally You know, I have my girlfriend, I have my mother, I have my sister, and I feel like throughout the years, I've brought some things to the table, and they were just so excited about, and they were just so, they pick up whatever I put down, you know what I mean? Like, they just love the ideas, and then you don't go nowhere with it, or you don't follow through with it, and you have people looking like, so what's up? So, how's that book coming? How's your 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 next invention coming? You know what I mean? And it can get frustrated and you can lose the support of your supporters. You can lose the confidence of the, your supporters. So in order to pay your supporters back, you also have to um, follow through. In order to pay your supporters back, you have to commit and show them that, you know... Um, That you're willing to to sacrifice and you're willing to commit and put in a consorted effort to get this thing together. If not, why are they here? (laughs) If not, why go through this? You know, uh, they look just as dumb as you do, you know, cheerleading for a bad team. You know, they look just as bad as you do because you're getting people hyped and excited about these different situations. Just to bring it back down, and you know, and not carry on. So, in order to appreciate your supporters and, and your family and friends that that uh, that care about your dreams just as much, sometimes just as much as you do, sometimes even more than you do. You know, a thank you is is great, but following through, you know, following through to the end. Obviously, the end is objective, you know, but. Your dream is to open a pizza parlor, you know, and you've got people helping you make flyers and you pass out business cards and, you know, r- ride that thing till the wheels fall off. Because if you got a different, you know, for the lack of better words, harebrained scheme every week or so or every, you know, then people aren't going to take you as seriously anymore. They're not going to support your next situation. But if everything has been fruitful or at least fully attempted, you know what I mean? Like, okay, so you, you failed, but you failed forward. You failed in that pizza parlor, but you, you learned some things, you understood where you failed at and you understood that pizza wasn't the, wasn't the, um, you know, the, the area of choice wasn't the best necessary situation. So all of a sudden, you've got a new dream a couple years later or a new hope or a new goal. Your people can still support that and, and don't feel any kind of way about supporting that because you failed forward. You failed with no... That had nothing to do with you. Your failure had nothing to do with you per se. You know, in this scenario. So your supporters and friends and family could just as well still want to push you forward on your next venture but by you not committing to your first one you know you can lose those supporters you know because they run the risk of looking just as dumb as you posting up on your wall and passing out flyers or getting their co-workers and uh, other family members involved to, to find out that that's it that's all she wrote you know so, you want to definitely appreciate and take care of your supporters. I do this for myself, obviously. I do this for my kids. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. But I do this for the people who I want to make proud. And sometimes that force, you know, each each force drives you uh, to a certain point, you know. Maybe your kids drive you to uh, as far as it, they can drive you. And your own personal motivations and goals, they push you to a certain point, you know. And then... The fact that I want to make my family proud of me, it drives me to a point. And there's a certain point that all of these vehicles are pushing you and driving you and taking you to the point where you want to try to achieve this excellence and you use these vehicles to get you to that place of excellence. I use my children as motivation to get me as far as they can get me. And then if ever that's not enough, I use my own personal motivations, my own personal and some might even call it selfish reasonings to get to the next level and then after that I use the motivation that I want my family to be proud of me you know do I think that my family's proud of me? sure but if I could be honest I don't know why you know um I don't know not trying to turn this into a therapy session but uh I feel like whatever I've accomplished is real middle of the road. You know what I mean? Like, my, duh, you have a job, a roof over your head, and a couple of kids, you know? All right. And maybe that's enough. And maybe it should be enough, you know? But it's not for me. Um, It's not. So... That's uh, a little off topic, but we'll bring you back. So yeah, so um, the people who support you are very important, and and can be used as a vehicle to get to where you need to go. And you know, my children, children are some of the biggest supporters. They, their youthful innocence, are you know, they just want the best, and only the best can happen. <clears throat> and nothing could possibly go wrong and and everything is going to go perfect and exactly the way you want it to go because, duh, you know, kids aren't used to failure they aren't used to the hard knocks they aren't used to the ups and downs so everything that they say is comes from a, a, a place of hope and, you know, fantasy and, and it's good and it's good, you know. If you use that wisely, it's it's. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. You just have to understand the truth of the matter or the the more hardships of the matter. So, um, you know. So you're not just living in that fantasy land. But after dealing with adults all day and dealing with, you know, bitter and morbid people, you know, it's good to get um you know to get that from the children to get that support from the children because you know who else are you gonna get it from you know maybe younger adults but man there's so many critics and cynics and and uh, depressed and eeyore woe is me type people out there you know sometimes you're able to fall back on your children or children in general if you don't have children nieces and nephews or you know f- friends children who are who you're close to you know that fake uncle you know um you know sometimes you can lean on them for advice <laughs> believe it or not it might not come in the form that you think but advice um yeah I don't know kids are cool <laughs> Uh yeah so that. So here we are. We're at almost the 15 minute mark. And I am in the drive-thru of the competitor. Mm. I need a pick-me up. It's gonna be a long day. And you know some blonde ristretto shots sounds really delicious right now. And I think I'm gonna keep the I'm gonna keep it running when I make this uh, while I make this uh, order. I want you guys to hear it. Uh, I'm also going to do a brief experiment to see if it still records when I open up my Mm -hmm. competitors' app. (laughs) One second. If I didn't know any better, I'd say we're still recording. And Mm -hmm. yes. Yes, here we are. So yeah, so we have Mm -hmm. our supporters. We have our haters. And we've got our young children who are supporters, who are just a jewel, just a gem to have around, to be able to tell them your dreams and hopefully motivate them and let them know it is okay to continue to dream, you know, don't feel like you have to be a certain age or demographic or of sorts to dream, so let's check this out real quick.
1: Thank you for choosing me. i going
0: to get for you. Hi, may I have a venti iced caramel macchiato please? Venti iced
1: caramel macchiato. Anything else?
0: It's going to be with whole milk, Whole milk. blonde ristretto,
1: blonde ristretto.
0: with an add shot,
1: and, add shot. Okay. and an extra pump of vanilla. And an
0: extra pump of vanilla. Yep. Okay. And lastly, light ice. And last,
1: light ice. Okay.
0: Uh, you you have any birthday cake pops?
1: Birthday cake pops, yeah,
0: I do. I'll take one of those as well. One
1: birthday, anything else?
0: That should do it. Okay, your
1: total's gonna be nine fifty four at the window.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is Aaron Stewart's drink. <laughs> that's that's my drink of choice. So anyway, uh, anyway. So halfway mark, what are you drinking? Mm-hmm. Uh, you just heard what I was drinking. So what are you drinking? What's what's going on in your in your cup? You know what's in your wallet? No, what's in your cup? What are we sipping on? To me, this is my Thursday. I got two more days of work. This one and one more coming up. Um, and yeah, this one today is gonna be the one. Um, it's a Saturday, so there's a lot going on. Um, so we gotta, uh, we gotta knock some things out today, so, <clears throat> and of course, because it's a Saturday, it's gonna be busy, I assume, I anticipate, I hope, so there's a lot that we gotta get done today, uh, on a Saturday, so, you know, uh, this extra shot is going to be just what the doctor ordered, you know, I need that, I need that, so, bring it back, Um, I'm hoping that you guys are fulfilling your dreams or pushing your dreams to the next level you know you should always you know go for the gusto you know and and while you're going for the gusto recognize the people who show up recognize the people who show out recognize the people who repost and, and share and like and subscribe and it seems simple in certain aspects and, and it is. But in other aspects it needs to be applauded. You know? I'm here in Vegas and I'm here in Vegas and on, on certain days I get to bring um I take my um coffee shop and I take it down to the barber shop. And the barber shop is far as I don't know what. And because as far as I don't know what to get people coming from Green Valley and Summerlin all to come and support me for my $5 cup of coffee. It's, you don't even know. It's another motivating factor to make sure that I am, I fulfill this dream. I don't want to let you down. I don't want to let anybody down. You came to see me. You came all this way You didn't come for the coffee You obviously didn't come for the coffee You skipped over several coffee shops To get to my place You never even had the coffee before You don't know if it's delicious Or boo-boo or trash Or Even if it is delicious Even if it is rated top 5 best coffees in the world Would you have driven all the way Just to come for that cup of coffee? No, no One second time to make payment Really organic, this podcast today. Thank you. That was the sound of them scanning the app.
1: Get yeah.
0: Now I'm getting my cake pop. Okay. Big kid. Thank you. You too. Side note, Starbucks has such good customer service. I know I don't talk about that. I don't say the competitor's name, but keep it real. I have nothing against Starbucks. I just think it's, you know, it's a nice little gimmick to continue to call them the competitor and have this made up beef. But they have such good customer service that when they just give you regular service sometimes it feels like bad service and I kind of like that it's almost uh, uh, it's just pushing you or forcing you to to do better every day because you know if you're just regular it's like "Mm, what's wrong with her and I just said that to myself I'm like what's wrong with her (laughs) but she was actually regular she wasn't bad she wasn't outstanding, but she wasn't bad. But by Starbucks standards, it's like, oh wow. And, mm, I guess she's getting a little mood today, you know. But it's like, nah, she was cool. You know? I'm tripping. But with that said, bringing it all the way back. <laughs> what was I saying? Um, a motivating factor: the fact that the fact that I'm having friends and family come from all corners of Las Vegas which by other city standards is not that big but that's not the point you know by our standards I'm not driving 30 minutes you know for no cup of coffee unless of course I'm supporting my friend and then like I want to just shout out and I I can't name them all by name but I want to shout out my Facebook friends who are just Facebook friends you know Uh, young lady we worked at stratosphere for like a year together and by together i mean like her department over there and my department over here and we would vaguely see each other every so often and she came and supported and another gentleman if i can be completely honest and i'm a name drop damien um not my damien from new york new york but my long-haired rocker dude damien i don't remember where we met it feels like we were always just Facebook friends like was it the Sun Krillin days uh, was it um, geniuses at work or or dynamically insane these are these are small record labels in the city that we were that I was associated with or signed with uh, I don't remember where I know you from man but you pulled up bro you and your girlfriend you came all the way um to my shop, you pulled up, you bought a cup of coffee, we shook hands we talked about the future and we're still going to get together um, I have faith in that and and here we are you know and like to say that is like amazing to say that I made some sort of impact on somebody even if it's just the social media or maybe who I was before we, we you know what I'm saying before this situation but I made such an impact on somebody that they came to see me just off of our previous interactions decade ago or our interactions now through social media, you know, and these things, these things push me, these things motivate me and make me so excited that when I am working and thriving, you could say, I knew you when I knew you, when you were just getting started, I, I bought your first cup of coffee when, you know what I'm saying? I bought your first cup of coffee when you were in front of a barber barbershop in, on the, on the, on the east side, you know? That's not only a story for you, that's a story for me. Like, yeah, man, I remember, I remember you came all the way over there, you and your girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? Like, that to me is, like, amazing, and I'm just, I'm flattered. I'm humbled, you know what I mean, Um, and thank you, absolutely thank you, you know, you and others like you, and I didn't name drop everybody, you know, Um, but I just wanted to just touch on that as I'm talking about supporters, you know, Um, I feel like there's two, there's people, I don't want to say two, but there's people who you think are obligated to be your supporters, who aren't by the way. And then there's people who are definitely not obligated to be your supporters. And I think both of them are, both of those people mean a lot, but it just hits home a little bit different to the person who has no obligation to you whatsoever. You know, I feel like uh, my girlfriend, Elizabeth, I feel like she supports me. Because she wants to support me. Not because she's obligated to. Not because, it's my boyfriend, so let me. No, I think she sees the vision. I think she sees the hustle. She definitely understands the product. She's a better barista than myself, you know? Um, (laughs) Don't tell her I said that. But, um, she, sorry, y'all. Mm. Oh, this podcast is too organic this morning. Um, so she um, she supports me because she supports me, not because I'm her boyfriend and she ain't got no choice. Because she does have a choice. She could say good luck, player. See you when you get home. You know. So I don't know. I'm starting to get all over the place, but I just want to say that. We have to take care of our supporters. We have to take care of the ones who take care of us. We have to take care of the ones who go out and buy you product and uh, tablecloths and help you set up and help you break down. And, you know, and they're not asking for nothing but for you to succeed. That's what they want from you. They want you to be successful. It couldn't hurt their success either, you know. And me being successful does. The the trickle down economics works in my life, you know, if something if I do become better and more successful, that's this one less person you have to worry about, A. B. Of course I'm giving back to to the, my friends and family, you know what I'm saying family and friends who've pushed me and helped me along this way. It's, so yeah. It's definitely trickle down economics over here. But, you know, I'm um I'm just so appreciative and so grateful and you should be too. You know, make sure that you're telling people that you appreciate them. Make sure that you're putting your best foot forward when it comes to your own business streams, because you got people riding on you. You got people rooting for you. You got people rooting against you. We talked about that previously, so I won't go into too much details. But trust me, you don't want you don't want the people rooting against you to win, and you definitely want the people rooting for you to win. You know. Um, just a small story. We're still not at the destination, but I am gonna cut it off a little bit before I get to the destination. I don't I don't wanna too many thirty minute long podcasts, so um I just wanna say, um, Logan Riley was um a cohort. A friend might be strong, you know what I'm saying? I think that we were friendly with each other in high school and um We had the capability to be friends, but it just never transitioned into post-high school and adulthood, but Logan Riley went to Las Vegas Academy with me, and seeing him on Shark Tank, and seeing him now as the owner of the Pink Box is beautiful. (laughs) It's so beautiful, the Pink Box Donuts out here in Las Vegas, Nevada, and whether he remembers me, whether... He has any type of recollection, hears his podcast, doesn't. Uh, I think that is absolutely amazing because I can say, I knew you win. Like Las Vegas Academy, we could say Neo was there, but who knew Neo? I didn't know Neo. Uh, I never even seen the guy. You know, Eldorado had Steven Jackson. You know, I didn't know Steven Jackson. I didn't meet him, the, the, the uh, football player you know so there's a lot of people who have success or relative success and it's like did you know them when or 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 you just name dropping because they're out here in the city so I want to say that I may not have remembered you or we may not have kicked it much in um high school or or what have you but I want to say that I'm proud of you Logan and people like Logan uh, Riley I'm proud of you um and I'm supporting you I didn't know I was supporting you when I was first buying Pink Donut but now I'm definitely supporting you now that I do know and I'm hoping that uh, you carry on and and, and go far Uh, I've got a few friends who are doing acting Um, Leland I want to give a shout out to my buddy Leland who's out there making moves Uh, I've seen your commercials and I know that you've got some bigger plans in the future um and, and just a handful of other talented individuals. Uh-huh. Uh, they'll get that reference. Just a few other talented individuals that I remember from high school that I'm seeing. And I'm watching your moves. And I'm hoping y'all watching mine. And I'm hoping that when we get to our destination, we can say, I see you, player. You know? So, anyway. Uh, I appreciate you guys for listening. I appreciate um, your time this morning. And going with me today as I went through drive-thrus and and honked at <laughs> bad drivers out here in traffic and uh yeah thank you for the love thank you for the support and i'll see you guys on the next one uh, make sure you guys follow me on instagram uh the secret menu lv um on instagram and then of course uh email me at the secret menu las vegas uh, at gmail.com if you guys want to talk about anything or got any subjects you want to bring up and of course, lastly, www.thesecretmenuvegas.com will get you um, to the website and keep you posted on everything that's going on. Alrighty, Thank you, guys. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Good morning, good morning, and good morning. Thank you, guys, for tuning in again. Not going to lie, I've been having technical difficulties trying to upload and edit and record these, so... It'll be a while before you guys hear them, but I'm sure by the time you hear them, they'll just play back to back to back. This is the TSMP Podcast, the Secret Menu Podcast, T-S-M-P, the Secret Menu Podcast. And I'm Aaron. I'm the owner of the Secret Menu. The Secret Menu is a mobile coffee shop out here in Las Vegas where we're providing you coffees, iced teas, and lemonades in a mobile fashion. We'll be at your at your DMVs and your warehouses and your amazon fulfillment centers and you know we'll definitely be at all of your events edc is next uh, in vegas i won't be there but you can bet your bottom dollar that in the very near future i will be there and uh, i can't wait edc life is beautiful san janeiro takes the las vegas juneteenth and everything in between so thank you guys for tuning in today um Today, I want to talk about motivation. Today, I want to talk about motivation versus dedication. Both are beautiful, both are important, both are necessary. Um, I would imagine one is more necessary. Maybe as I go on, I'll, I'll change my theory. Um, but motivation is beautiful. Motivation is warm and cozy, and it's just what you need at the time. Motivation pushes you to the next level, whereas dedication is not as fun. Dedication is not as warm and cozy, and it doesn't feel good sometimes, but you do it anyway. Dedication is... You're putting one foot in front of the other because it has to be done regardless of how you feel, how it feels, how fun it is, you know. And I argue at this juncture, maybe at the end I still feel this way, but I argue that dedication is more important than motivation. Um, but we'll come back to that. So, um, I'm always motivated to... Uh, or better yet, it's, it's, I love when I'm motivated to put my best foot forward with the secret Menu. Um, you know, I was currently writing a book, or I, I was writing a book. I currently need to get back into writing that book. But I was writing a book, and I was when I was motivated, I got some of my best writing out. Um, motivation can really put you in a zone. It can take you to that next level. You want, you want to be motivated. You want to be pumped. You want to have a, a clear goal in mind, and and um, and you want to get excited about that goal. And that goal keeps you motivated. A lot of times, if I feel unmotivated, <coughs> sorry. A lot of times, when I feel unmotivated, I can go to my favorite YouTube person. Or I can go to my favorite coffee shop or go to my favorite book and just remember, um, you know, just remember the excitement that I had when I was reading that book or or listening to that audio portion or going to a favorite coffee shop and seeing what they were doing. And I just got excited at the prospect that I could do that when I need motivation, you know, um. And the new motivation, You know what I'm saying? I look at the excitement that my kids have when they see Shiva, my logo, who looks like them. And when they see that daddy's making progress and he's, you know, he's doing something cool. He's doing something besides just punching the clock. You know, when I think about motivation, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I look at my girl and I look at her kids and her kids are excited about my situation. And she's excited and... She pushes me and keeps me going and lets me know that this thing is legit. It's a good idea. It's it's a great idea, you know? So it's a a beautiful thing to be uh, motivated. Um, Now, whereas dedication, dedication isn't as cute. It's not as pretty. Um, And the things that you do to stay dedicated are, are less glamorous, you know? And I'm not the pick yourself up by the bootstraps and, you know, kind of guy. But I am like, hey, okay, well, let's go. You know, I'm not exactly excited today. I'm, I'm not feeling it today, but I don't have a choice. You know, it's work. Uh, at the end of the day, it's work. It it can be fun. It will be fun. And all those people who say, you know, if it, if uh, it's fun and it's, you never really work a day in your life or you, if you enjoy what you do, and yeah, sure, I... Get that in the abstract, but in the uh, realistically speaking, lifting up trays and pallets and and milk and loading it into your car and l- lifting and bending and you know it's work. It's, you know you're setting up a booth every day or however often you're doing it, whatever it is that you're doing. In my case, I'm grabbing tables and I'm grabbing gallons of milk and I'm lifting up uh, you know a crate full of flavors and. I'm hauling it, and then I have to unhaul it, and I have to get it out of my car before it, it you know, in the summer before it spoils and it goes bad, and then I got to repurpose my car to be the family vehicle again, so yeah, it's it's work, you know, it's not, it's not construction or nothing, but it's definitely work, you know, and sometimes you just got to say, let's go, let's do it, just like you go to work every morning, and you're afraid of the consequence of of getting points or becoming tardy or or losing your job or whatever the consequences are at work. You know, you're dedicated to go to work because you don't have a choice or at least you tell yourself you don't have a choice. And you you know, you put your best foot forward and you go out there and you make it happen regardless, you know. And so my dreams, I stay dedicated to them just like I have to stay dedicated to work and I guess sometimes you look at yourself and say, "Oh, it's it's uh, it's my job, it's my dream, it's my company," so I can kind of fall off. But no, you need to keep that dedication, regardless. Um, even if it's your own company, even if it's your own business, your own small business, your own pop up shop, you know. Um, I packed up early one day, and I had a family member hit me up say, "Hey, I'm out here." Where you at? I didn't stay dedicated to my job, to my dreams, to my business, because I told everybody I'd be there till 2 p.m. I packed up early, and the people who got there before 2 p.m., you know, that but just barely before 2 p.m., but I said I'd be there all the way until 2 p.m. So whose fault is that? Them for getting their 5-till, 10-till, or me for packing up 30-till you know, or 15 after. You know, 15 after one instead of standing there till two. You know, that's uh, that's my fault. You know, so uh, another reason to stay dedicated. You know, and it's some it's it's hard to find reasons to stay dedicated, or or it's they're not as fun reasons. You know what I'm saying? Motivation is this. Motivation and dedication are, are friends. And one's the pretty friend, and the other one's the ugly friend. But the pretty friend, you know, maybe the pretty friend doesn't have a good job. Maybe the pretty friend, you know, comes with baggage. And maybe the ugly friend got all their stuff together. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But they the ugly friend. They got all their stuff together. Bills is paid. Life is good. You know what I'm saying? She looked too militant. He or she. I was trying to make this ambiguous with this metaphor. But, you know, um... So, yeah. So, you know, sometimes you, but they're, they're, they're twins, you know? So you, you need, you need both. You can't just have one without the other. You know, motivation is cool, but when motivation wavers, your dedication needs to be able to, to step up. And of course, dedication on paper should be all the mm-hmm. time because you're dedicated. You know what I mean? Dedication should be a no brainer. But dedication should also pick up where motivation left off. But motivation should pick up where if if dedication wavers, you know, hey, you know what? I'm I'm usually dedicated. I usually got this. But today I'm feeling some kind of way. But then your motivation comes in, and that's when it's the happy stuff, or you're still dedicated, but the motivation makes it easier. You know what I mean? The dedication should be a constant. How about that? and the motivation is your variable. You can be dedicated to something you don't like. You can be dedicated to something that causes you pain, you know what I mean? But it's a real cool thing to be dedicated to something that you enjoy and then it helps you get motivated by it. You know? You stay doing exactly what you need to do. You stay doing what you want what has to be done because of your dedication. And just like anything else, dedication is something that you learn. Dedication is a, is a tool that you have. Uh, you got to put your best foot forward. you got to put one foot in front of the other and, and, and do it. But you have to learn it because it's not just going to happen. You know, you, even if your dream is the best and your motivation is the best and your friends and family and everybody's pushing you towards it, it's, it's got to be learned. It's almost like when you got your first job, You know, were you dedicated to that first job? Were you dedicated to the idea of getting up every morning or afternoon or graveyard or whatever it was and going out there? Or did you have to bump your head a few times? Did you have to call in a few times and get written up a few times and get beat upside the head a few times before you um, you became the dedicated person you are? And it's crazy how we could be dedicated to another man's dream. Like just think about that. Now granted, there are checks and balances systems. So I'm not just going to say you wake up one morning and you're dedicated to another man's job. You had to get written up. You had to, there has to be write ups and there has to be point system. You know what I'm saying? Or you would run all the way over that place. But at the bare minimum, we're dedicated to the MGM, the Mirage, Treasure Island, fashion show mall. We're dedicated to these places because we pick up every morning. We put, we wash our face, brush our teeth, put on our uniform, and we go five days a week. We understand not going what happens. We understand by going what happens, and we make the conscious effort to go. Is there a consequence? If you don't go, sure, of course, obviously. But you will accept those terms and agreements (laughs) of somebody else's dream but then we can look at our own dreams and I'm not just speaking about anybody in the abstract I like to talk about myself you know maybe not the secret menu but I've had dreams before I've had missions and, and plans before and small business ideas before that maybe I didn't go hard on like I should have but but you've got the dedication to go fulfill another man's dream, but sometimes you can roll over on your own dreams. You know, you don't have the dedication to go put your best foot forward on on your candy shop, your smoke shop. But you make it to you make it to you know Walmart on time every morning. You clock in at Valley Hospital every morning. You know, you, you put in your best foot, you put your best foot forward every morning. I mean, you might get there and slack off, you know what I'm saying? You might, you might get there and cut a corner or two, but, but there's still some dedication in the fact that you're going every day, every week. And so I I look at that as my particular motivation to, excuse me, my motivation, yeah, to be dedicated to my job. My motivation for dedication. So, yeah, that's super organic uh, podcast. We've got firefighters pulling up. There to go. Oh, he didn't even wait for the light to turn green. How do you feel about people who are out running... The firefighters, and outrunning the ambulance. You know, at what point do you pull over? <laughs> I always wondered, cause I'm one. I'm I'm the type. I'm outrunning you. If you ain't driving fast enough to catch me, then I'm driving fast enough to stay in front of you. Like like f- yards and yards in front, not like feet. <sighs> Anyway, we're at the halfway point, and I'm actually been excited about this. What is in your cup? We're approaching the 15 minute mark. Well, I'm approaching my job, the one that I'm dedicated to. Uh, you see, I did that. Um, I stopped at a gas station and grabbed some gas station coffee, so I'm ready to try him out. Um, I swung by a Terrible Herbs. The Chevron gas is some of the best out here, <coughs> and. I've got a vanilla iced coffee, and it smells delicious, and I'm not going to lie, I really enjoy um, (laughs) my guilty pleasure, gas station coffee, Uh, yes, Um, and I don't care, gas station coffee is is pretty good, I'm trying to look up the name brand of this particular one, Uh here it goes. It is called Javo, J-A-V-O, Javo Cold Brew Coffee and Latte. And what I've noticed about these, uh, these gas station coffees is they're liars. They always claim and boast to be something else. They're always, um, you know, ooh, a cappuccino. No, it's not a cappuccino. It's hot water and, and, and powder you know, this is an American cappuccino. I, I found that out when I worked at the buffet. They, um, they, uh, we had the cappuccino machine, and it was like four or five different flavors. Hot chocolate, white chocolate, Mexican chocolate, uh, and then the cappuccino. And so, you know, we would have my Spaniards, you know what I'm saying? shouts out to my, my people from Spain. And they would be like, oh, you guys don't have a cappuccino? And we'd point them to the cappuccino machine, and like they would like tear us apart every time. They just rip us apart. And the whole time I'm like, you guys are snobby, and you better come get this cappuccino machine and whoop we'll do the whoop. And so as I learned more and more about coffee, I realized how wrong we were trying to pass off hot water and, and powdered flavoring as a cappuccino. So anyway, <clears throat> what's in your cup? I want to. Um, I want to give this Java a taste. I'm excited. Hold on. Okay. Um, not super disappointed. Uh, I had a flavor in my head. I just knew. Um, not great, but not bad. Not my favorite of the... the <laughs> Not my favorite gas station coffee. Uh, and it might be because I have toothpaste still in my mouth. I, I will give it that. Because I do know that sometimes... A lot of times that messes stuff up. But, um... Try it for yourself. Javo. It's inside of... Uh, terrible Herbs, The iced coffee. I tried the, the vanilla iced coffee. They call it a vanilla latte. I... I I'm almost certain it's not a latte, but sure. Um, yeah, I uh, kind of got a protein powder feel. You know what I'm saying? Kind of got that, um, you know, that 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 pre that post workout feel. Like if they had a post workout protein that was vanilla and coffee flavored, that's what it kind of tastes like. So it's not horrible but nah, I had higher hopes for it. What that's probably my fault for having higher hopes for the <laughs> gas station coffee. Um that coffee break took a little longer than I expected, but you know, I don't want to be or excuse me, I don't want to be the dead horse we're talking about coffee, excuse me, uh motivation and dedication and just stay motivated, you know. Stay motivated to work on your dedication. You know, um it's easy to clock in for somebody else. It really is. And, you know, and that's not a problem. That's not a bad thing, please. I don't want anybody to think that I'm a new entrepreneur and I'm out here crapping on on people who have nine to fives because guess what? I have a nine to five. Matter of fact, I have a seven to five. So I'm two hours goofier than the, than the person that I would be criticizing. You know what I mean? And I'm not criticizing anybody, you know, but I'm just simply saying that if you stay motivated and it could be your hobby, you know, it could be your side hustle, it could be, you know, your workout programming, you know, all I'm saying is stay motivated in in your process and it will help you become dedicated in your process, you know, motivate yourself to be dedicated. And if you're dedicated to a project, you know, that's even better. But the motivation starts with, with you, you know, the motivation starts in your mind and in your heart. And that's the fun part. You know, let's, let's knock that out. Get that out. Get the motivation out. The fun part is the the dream. You're, you're motivated by what your, your finished product could be. You're motivated by the, um, you know, the beauty of the finished product. You're motivated by the congratulations and the adulation and the applause from all of the people who've watched you grow. You know, you're motivated by, um, the wealth you'll accumulate or the free time you'll accumulate or whatever it is that, that motivates you to do this. And then you use that to get through the grind. Which is the dedication part. The grind of it all is the putting one foot in front of the other and trudging along and and dragging yourself to your next destination or your, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or the next portion of your goal. That's the dedication. The motivation is the good stuff. That's the easy. That's the frosting. You know what I'm saying? The... Uh, the dedication, that's the rest of the cake. You know, it's good, you know, but the frosting is the best part. Or hell, the motivation is the cake. But the dedication is beating the eggs and getting the milk, you know. Or hell, even going to the store and getting the products. One moment. Can you
1: it with you? A cash at the base station located at the elevator lobby okay?
0: I am pulling up to my destination. So yeah, motivation, dedication—they're two sides of the same coin. They're both necessary. They're twin sisters, you know. One is is you know aesthetically pleasing in all of the right ways, but the other one is the one who got all their stuff together. You know what I'm saying? Not as cute, you know, not as not as nice and speaks in a soft voice and babies you, you know what I'm saying, but has everything that you need to get this thing going. So I started off this conversation saying that, uh, you know, I, I felt that dedication was more important than motivation. And at the end of it, I I stand by that. I do definitely, definitely believe that it's, it's not 60-40 or nothing like that. Uh, um, it's probably 55-45, but I definitely stand by <clears throat> um dedication being more important but not by a whole lot because you need to have fun in this and the motivation part is the fun part the motivation part is the the shine in your eye when you when you tell your family oh look at this look at this you know the the excitement and the hopefulness and the wishfulness when you're explaining your dream you need that You need that just as much as you need anything else. You know what I mean? Um, The dedication is what's gonna get you through the harder parts, but the motivation is what's gonna get everybody to understand how you feel, gonna get people on board. You know, I'll get on board with a dedicated person, but I I think the motivated person is the salesman. The motivated person is the one who's selling you, uh, you know, this product, this idea, this venture, this. You know what I mean, and without one, you know maybe you don't have the other. Without the salesman, you know how do you get people into the dealership? You know. Uh, did I leave my Bluetooth? I left the Bluetooth, but where? All right, well, that's how we're gonna end this one. <laughs> Thank you guys. Oh, my Bluetooth. Yay. Never mind. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're still going to end it. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we're going to get these podcasts out in a timely manner from now on. After today, I'm going to know what I'm doing. You know, sometimes when I'm doing my projects and I'm trying to become this young entrepreneur, or middle-aged entrepreneur. I'm trying to figure this thing out, and I realize that the, the, my, my normal mode is the motivator. If I'm the, if I'm the two sides to the coin, I'm more of the motivator, the dedicator. I'm still working on that. It's so much easier to be naturally motivated. But to be naturally dedicated, that's the part that I'm working on myself. So um, whichever one that you're having trouble with, you know what I'm saying, try to work on that one. you know if you're if dedication is easy, it's easy for you to put one foot in front of the other. It's easy for you to just go out there and start doing and start grinding and by all means, please um, cultivate the motivating side of yourself. Give yourself a break and let yourself uh, enjoy the, the um the beauty of the dream the beauty of the end goal you know let yourself relish in that you know i don't mean give yourself a break by stop being dedicated but give yourself a break and as then don't be so hard on yourself and then if you're more of a motivating side you're more of the dreamer you're more of the uh you sit back and want to smell the roses and enjoy what 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 has to what's going to be completed whenever it is completed then spend a little more time on the dedication side on the side of it that has to put their nose to the grindstone and and get this thing because one's not going to one can't succeed without the other or at least they'll have a, a hard time succeeding without the other so once again thank you guys I appreciate you check me out on the secret menu LV on Instagram the secret menu LV or check me out at TheSecretMenuVegas.com, which is my website where you can find updates on where I'm going to be at and what I'm doing next. And uh, last but not least, you can uh, email any questions, comments, and concerns to TheSecretMenuLasVegas uh, at gmail.com. TheSecretMenuLasVegas at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much. I love you. Talk to you later. bye Good morning, good morning, and good morning. Thank you guys for tuning in again. Not going to lie, I've been having technical difficulties trying to upload and edit and record these, so it'll be a while before you guys hear them, but I'm sure by the time you hear them, they'll just play back to back to back. This is the TSMP Podcast, the Secret Menu Podcast, TSMP, the Secret Menu Podcast, and I'm Aaron, I'm the owner of the Secret Menu Cigar Men is a mobile coffee shop out here in Las Vegas, where we're providing you coffees, iced teas, and lemonades in a mobile fashion. We'll be at your, at your DMVs and your warehouses and your Amazon fulfillment centers, and you know we'll definitely be at all of your events. EDC is next uh, in Vegas. I won't be there, but you can bet your bottom dollar that in the very near future I will be there. You know, and I can't wait. EDC, Life is Beautiful, San Janeiro takes the Las Vegas, Juneteenth, and everything in between. So, thank you guys for tuning in. Today, um, today I want to talk about motivation. Today, I want to talk about motivation versus dedication. Both are beautiful. Both are important. Both are necessary. Um, I would imagine one is more necessary maybe as I go on I'll I'll change my theory Um, but motivation is beautiful motivation is warm and cozy and it's just what you need at the time motivation pushes you to the next level whereas dedication is not as fun dedication is not as warm and cozy, and it doesn't feel good sometimes, but you do it anyway. Dedication is you're putting one foot in front of the other because it has to be done regardless of how you feel, how it feels, how fun it is, you know, and I argue at this juncture, maybe at the end I still feel this way. But I argue that dedication is more important than motivation. Um, But we'll come back to that. So um, I'm always motivated to, um, or better yet, I love when I'm motivated to put my best foot forward with the secret menu. Um, You know, I was currently writing a book, or I, I was writing a book. I currently need to get back into writing that book. but. I was writing a book, and I was, when I was motivated, I got some of my best writing out. Um, motivation can really put you in a zone. It can take you to that next level. You want, you want to be motivated. You want to be pumped. You want to have a, a clear goal in mind, and and uh, um, and you want to get excited about that goal, and that goal keeps you motivated. lot of times if I feel unmotivated, (laughs) sorry, a lot of times when I feel unmotivated, I can go to my favorite YouTube person or I can go to my favorite coffee shop or go to my favorite book and just remember, um, you know, just remember the excitement that I had when I was reading that book or, or listening to that audio portion or Going to a favorite coffee shop and seeing what they were doing, and I just got excited at the prospect that I could do that. When I need motivation, you know, um, when I need motivation, you know what I'm saying? I look at the excitement that my kids have when they see Shiva, my logo, who looks like them. And when they see that daddy's making progress and he's, you know, he's doing something cool, he's doing something besides just punching the clock. You know, when I think about motivation, you know what I'm saying, sometimes I look at my girl and I look at her kids and her kids are excited about my situation and she's excited and <clears throat> she pushes me and and keeps me going and lets me know that this thing is legit. It's a good idea. It's, it's a great idea, you know. So it's a, it's a beautiful thing to be uh, motivated. Um, now, whereas dedication, dedication isn't as cute. It's not as pretty. Um, and the things that you do to stay dedicated are, are less glamorous, you know, and I'm not the pick yourself up by the bootstraps and, you know, kind of guy. But I am like, hey, OK, well, let's go. You know, I'm not exactly excited today. I'm, I'm not feeling it today, but I don't have a choice. You know, it's work. Uh, at the end of the day, it's work. It it can be fun. It will be fun, and all those people who say, you know, if if uh, it's fun and it's you never really work a day in your life, or you if you enjoy what you do, and yeah, sure, I get that in the abstract, but in the uh, realistically speaking, lifting up trays and pallets and and milk and. Loading it into your car and lifting and bending, and you know, it's work. It's, you know, you're setting up a booth every day, or however often you're doing it, whatever it is that you're doing. In my case, I'm grabbing tables and I'm grabbing gallons of milk and I'm lifting up, uh, you know, a crate full of flavors and I'm hauling it. And then I have to unhaul it and I have to get it out of my car before it, it you know, in the summer before it spoils and it goes bad. and then I got to repurpose my car to be the family vehicle again. So, yeah, it's, it's work. You know, it's not, it's not construction or nothing, but it's definitely work. You know, and sometimes you just got to say, let's go, let's do it. Just like you go to work every morning and you're afraid of the consequence of of getting points or becoming tardy or, or losing your job or whatever the consequences are at work you know you're dedicated to go to work because you don't have a choice or at least you tell yourself you don't have a choice and you you know you put your best foot forward and you go out there and you make it happen regardless you know and so my dreams i stay dedicated to them just like i have to stay dedicated to work and i guess sometimes you look at yourself and say oh it's it's uh it's my job. It's my dream. It's my company so I can kind of fall off. But no, you need to keep that dedication regardless, um, even if it's your own company, even if it's your own business, your own small business, your own pop up shop. You know, um, I packed up early one day and I had a family member hit me up, say, hey, I'm out here. Where are you at? I didn't stay dedicated to my job to my dreams, to my business, because I told everybody I'd be there till 2 p.m. I packed up early, and the people who got there before 2 p.m., you know, that but just barely before 2 p.m., but I said I'd be there all the way until 2 p.m. So whose fault is that? Them for getting there five till, 10 till, or me for packing up 30 till, you know, or 15 after, you know, 15 after one instead of staying there till two. You know that's uh, that's my fault. You know, so uh, another reason to stay dedicated. You know, and it's some it's it's hard to find reasons to stay dedicated, or or it's they're not as fun reasons. You know what I'm saying? Motivation is this. Motivation and dedication are, are friends, and one's the pretty friend, and the other one's the ugly friend. But the pretty friend. You know, maybe the pretty friend doesn't have a good job. Maybe the pretty friend, you know, comes with baggage, and maybe the ugly friend got all their stuff together. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But they the ugly friend. They got all their stuff together. Bills is paid. Life is good. You know what I'm saying? She looked too militant. He or she. I was trying to make this ambiguous with this metaphor, but you know. Um, So yeah. So you know, sometimes you. But they're, they're they're twins you know so you you need you need both you can't just have one without the other you know motivation is cool but when motivation wavers your dedication needs to be able to to step up and of course dedication on paper should be all the mm-hmm. time cuz you're dedicated you know what i mean dedication should be a no brainer but dedication should also pick up where motivation lifts off, but motivation should pick up where if if dedication wavers, you know, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm usually dedicated. I usually got this, but today I'm feeling some kind of way, but then your motivation comes in and that's when it's the happy stuff or you're still dedicated, but the motivation makes it easier. You know what I mean? The dedication should be a constant. How about that? And the motivation is your variable. You can be dedicated to something you don't like. You can be dedicated to something that causes you pain, you know what I mean? But it's a real cool thing to be dedicated to something that you enjoy and then it helps you get motivated by it. You know? You stay doing exactly what you need to do, you stay doing what you want what has to be done because of your dedication. And just like anything else, dedication is something that you learn dedication is a, is a tool that you have uh, you gotta put your best foot forward you gotta put one foot in front of the other and 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 do it but you have to learn it because it's not just gonna happen you know you, even if your dream is the best and your motivation is the best and your friends and family and everybody's pushing you towards it it's, it's gotta be learned it's almost like when you got your first job you know were you dedicated to that first job Were you dedicated to the idea of getting up every morning or afternoon or graveyard or whatever it was and going out there? Or did you have to bump your head a few times? Did you have to call in a few times and get written up a few times and get beat upside the head a few times before you, you became the dedicated person you are? And it's crazy how we could be dedicated to another man's dream. Like just think about that. Now, granted, there are checks and balances systems. So I'm not just going to say you wake up one morning and you're dedicated to another man's job. You had to get written up. You had to, there has to be write ups and there has to be point system. You know what I'm saying? Or you would run all the way over that place. But at the bare minimum, we're dedicated to the MGM, the Mirage, Treasure Island, fashion show mall. We're dedicated to these places because we pick up every morning, we put, we wash our face, brush our teeth, put on our uniform, and we go five days a week. We understand not going, what happens? We understand by going, what happens? And we make the conscious effort to go. Is there a consequence? If you don't go, sure, of course, obviously. But you will accept those terms and agreements (laughs) of somebody else's dream but then we can look at our own dreams and I'm not just speaking about anybody in the abstract I like to talk about myself you know maybe not the secret menu but I've had dreams before I've had missions and, and plans before and small business ideas before that maybe I didn't go hard on like I should have but but you've got the dedication to go fulfill another man's dream but sometimes you can roll over on your own dreams you know you don't have the dedication to go put your best foot forward on on your candy shop your smoke shop but you make it to you make it to you know Walmart on time every morning you clock in at Valley Hospital every morning You know, you you put in your best foot. You put your best foot forward every morning. I mean, you might get there and slack off. You know what I'm saying? You might you might get there and cut a corner or two, but but there's still some dedication in the fact that you're going every day, every week. And so I I look at that as my particular motivation to excuse me, my motivation, yeah, to be dedicated. To my job, my motivation for dedication. So yeah, that's super organic uh, podcast. We've got firefighters pulling up. There to go. Oh, he didn't even wait for the light to turn green. How do you feel about people who are outrunning the firefighters and outrunning the ambulance? You know? At what point do you pull over? <laughs> I always wondered. Cause I'm one. I'm I'm the type. I'm outrunning you. If you ain't driving fast enough to catch me, then I'm driving fast enough to stay in front of you. Like like f- yards and yards in front, not like feet. <sighs> Anyway, we're at the halfway point, and I'm actually been excited about this. What is in your cup? We're approaching the 15-minute mark. Well, I'm approaching my job, the one that I'm dedicated to. Uh, you see how I did that? Um, I stopped at a gas station and grabbed some gas station coffee, so I'm ready to try him out. Um I swung by Terrible Hertz. Chevron gas is some of the best out here. <clears throat> and I've got a vanilla iced coffee, and it smells delicious, and I'm not going to lie, I really enjoy um, (laughs) my guilty pleasure, gas station coffee, Uh, yes, Um, and I don't care, gas station coffee is is pretty good, I'm trying to look up the name brand of this particular one, Uh, here it goes. It is called Javo J A V O. Javo Cold Brew Coffee and Latte. And what I've noticed about these uh <laughs> these gas station coffees is they're liars. They always claim and boast to be something else. They're always um you know, ooh, a cappuccino. No, it's not a cappuccino, it's hot water and 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 powder. You know, this is an American cappuccino. I I found that out when I worked at the buffet. They, um, they, uh, we had the cappuccino machine and it was like four or five different flavors, hot chocolate, white chocolate, Mexican chocolate, uh, and then the cappuccino. And so, you know, we would have my Spaniards, you know what I'm saying? Shouts out to my, my people from Spain. And they would be like, oh, you guys don't have a cappuccino? And we'd point them to the cappuccino machine. And like they would like tear us apart every time. They just rip us apart. And the whole time I'm like, you guys are snobby, and you better come get this cappuccino machine and whoop-di-woopy-woop. And so as I learned more and more about coffee, I realized how wrong we were trying to pass off hot water and and powdered flavoring as a cappuccino. So anyway, what's in your cup? want um I want to give this Java a taste I'm excited hold on okay um not super disappointed uh, I had a flavor in my head I just knew um not great but not bad not my favorite of the... the <laughs> Not my favorite gas station coffee. Uh, and it might be because I have toothpaste still in my mouth. I, I will give it that. Because I do know that sometimes... A lot of times that messes stuff up. But, um... Try it for yourself. Javo. It's inside of... Uh, terrible herbs, The iced coffee. I tried the, the vanilla iced coffee. They call it a vanilla latte. I... I I'm almost certain it's not a latte, but sure. Um, yeah, uh, kind of got a protein powder feel. You know what I'm saying? Kind of got that, um, you know, uh, that 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 pre that post workout feel. Like if they had a post workout protein that was vanilla and coffee flavored, that's what it kind of tastes like. So it's not horrible but i had higher hopes for it What that's probably my fault for having higher hopes for the gas station coffee um that coffee break took a little longer than i expected but you know i don't want to be rate or excuse me i don't want to beat a dead horse we're talking about coffee excuse me i motivation and dedication and just stay motivated you know stay motivated to work on your dedication you know um it's easy to clock in for somebody else. It really is, and you know, and that's not a problem. That's not a bad thing. Please, I don't want anybody to think that I'm a new entrepreneur and I'm out here crapping on on people who have a nine to fives because guess what? I have a nine to five. Matter of fact, I have a seven to five. So I'm two hours goofier than the than the person that I would be criticizing. You know what I mean? And I'm not criticizing anybody, you know, but I'm just simply saying that if you stay motivated and it could be your hobby, you know, it could be your side hustle. It could be, you know, your workout programming, you know, all I'm saying is stay motivated in your, in your process and it will help you become dedicated in your process, you know, motivate yourself to be dedicated. And if you're dedicated to a project, you know, that's even better. But the motivation starts with with you. You know, the motivation starts in your mind and in your heart. And that's the fun part. You know, let's let's knock that out. Get that out. Get the motivation out. The fun part is the the dream. You're you're motivated by what your your finished product could be. You're motivated by the um you know, the beauty of the finished product. You're motivated by the congratulations and the adulation and the applause from all of the people who've watched you grow. You know, you're motivated by, um, the wealth you'll accumulate or the free time you'll accumulate or whatever it is that, that motivates you to do this. And then you use that to get through the grind. Which is the dedication part. The grind of it all is the putting one foot in front of the other and trudging along and and dragging yourself to your next destination or your, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or the next portion of your goal. That's the dedication. The motivation is the good stuff. That's the easy. That's the frosting. You know what I'm saying? The... Uh, the dedication, that's the rest of the cake. You know, it's good, you know, but the frosting is the best part. Or hell, the motivation is the cake, but the dedication is beating the eggs and getting the milk, you know, or hell, even going to the store and getting the products. One moment. Can you take it with you?
1: A cash at the base station located at the elevator lobby
0: I am pulling up to my destination. So yeah, motivation, dedication—they're two sides of the same coin. They're both necessary. They're twin sisters, you know. One is is you know aesthetically pleasing in all of the right ways, but the other one is the one who got all their stuff together. You know what I'm saying? Not as cute, you know, not as not as nice and speaks in a soft voice and babies you, you know what I'm saying, but has everything that you need to get this thing going, so I started off this conversation saying that, uh, you know, I, I felt that dedication was more important than motivation, and at the end of it, I I stand by that, I do definitely, definitely believe that it's, it's not 60-40 or nothing like that, uh, um, it's probably 55-45, but I definitely stand by <clears throat> um dedication being more important but not by a whole lot because you need to have fun in this and the motivation part is the fun part the motivation part is the the shine in your eye when you when you tell your family oh look at this look at this you know the the excitement and the hopefulness and the wishfulness when you're explaining your dream you need that You need that just as much as you need anything else. You know what I mean? Um, The dedication is what's gonna get you through the harder parts, but the motivation is what's gonna get everybody to understand how you feel, gonna get people on board. You know, I'll get on board with a dedicated person, but I I think the motivator person is the salesman. The motivator person is the one who's selling you, uh, you know, this product, this idea, this venture, this. You know what I mean? And without one, you know, maybe you don't have the other. Without the salesman, you know, how do you get people into the dealership? You know? Oh, did I leave my Bluetooth? I left my Bluetooth. But where? All right. Well, that's how we're going to end this one. Thank you, guys. Oh, my Bluetooth. Yay. Never mind. (laughs) Alright, guys. Well, we're still going to end it. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, We're going to get these podcasts out in a timely manner from now on. After today, I'm going to know what I'm doing. You know? Sometimes when I'm doing my projects and I'm trying to become this young entrepreneur or middle-aged entrepreneur. I'm trying to figure this thing out, and I realize that the, the, my, my normal mode is the motivator. If I'm the, If I'm the two sides to the coin, I'm more of the motivator, the dedicator. I'm still working on that. It's so much easier to be naturally motivated but to be naturally dedicated that's the part that i'm working on myself so um whichever one that you're having trouble with you know what i'm saying try to work on that one you know if you're a, if dedication is easy it's easy for you to put one foot in front of the other it's easy for you to just go out there and start doing and start grinding and by all means please um cultivate the motivating side of yourself give yourself a break and let yourself uh, enjoy the the um, the beauty of the dream, the beauty of the end goal. You know, let yourself relish in that. You know, I don't mean give yourself a break if I stop being dedicated, but give yourself a break and as in, don't be so hard on yourself. And then, if you're more of a motivating side, you're more of the dreamer. You're more of the uh, you sit back and want to smell the roses and enjoy what 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 has to what's going to be completed whenever it is completed. Then spend a little more time on the dedication side. On the side of it that has to put their nose to the grindstone and and get this thing because one's not gonna, one can't succeed without the other, or at least they'll have a, a hard time succeeding without the other. So, once again, thank you guys. I appreciate you. Check me out on the Secret Menu LV on Instagram, the Secret Menu LV. Or check me out at TheSecretMenuVegas.com, which is my website where you can find updates on where I'm going to be at and what I'm doing next. And uh, last but not least, you can uh, email any questions, comments, and concerns to uh, TheSecretMenuLasVegas at gmail.com. TheSecretMenuLasVegas at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much. I love you. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. morning world i appreciate you guys for still hanging in this is the tsmp podcast the secret menu podcast where uh the car ride chronicles the coffee and car chronicles the i don't know let's not try to get too creative let's just go with what's working here we are once again on the TSMP podcast and I just want to say good morning and thank you guys for hanging out with us today I um, just want to talk about some just some random factoids, some random tidbits, you know um, if anybody out there is in the pursuit of starting a small business or in the pursuit of trying to make their dreams happen you know, uh, first of all I applaud you please keep it up Keep doing what you're doing, you know. I think that that's wonderful, you know. And along the way, there's some things that I just picked up, and I don't have a list of anything. Just, just kind of a free conscious thought of, you know, what's helped me along the way. And one of the things which has helped me a lot along the way is podcasts. Um, and not so much doing podcasts and the therapy behind it or anything like that, but finding podcasts that involve what you do and what you're trying to accomplish you know um there's always gonna be somebody smarter than you or um more experienced than yourself so you wanna defer to them and not everything that they say is a gold mine not everything they say is a gym hell not everything they say I retain you know I found that uh cause uh, along with podcasts I was gonna lump in YouTube but I found that I was following a lady on YouTube and I, one of her steps, I did exactly the opposite of what she had suggested. So, you know, I find that, um, you know, you gotta, uh, you gotta pay attention, I suppose. And, you know, but once again, not everything that they say are jewels and gems, but at least it's a nice little roadmap to kind of get you started to push you and point you in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so, YouTube, podcasts, books, of course, books, physical and audio books, you know, just specifically business. Now, obviously, if you're crocheting or you're, you know, baking or, you know, making coffee like myself, books specific to that help. Podcasts, YouTube specific to that help. But business is business is business. You know, there are some things that will just transfer over in business and you want to just learn that stuff, you know, um, example, business credit. Now, if you don't believe in credit or believe in using credit, that's fine. It's commendable. I applaud you, but it will make life harder. You know, it just is what it is unless you've got that expendable income to use, to get your business started the way you want it, it becomes very difficult. Now, there are people who do have that expendable income, and shout out to them, but those people probably don't need to start a small business as bad as maybe I do, or the next person listening. So, you know, it's not just about... You know, trying to do things the way that you think that they need to be done or trying to do things without using other people's money or or what have you. You know, whatever it is that that drives you not to focus on credit, but trying to get your business credit together for the common person is is um, a glorious accomplishment, a worthy accomplishment. And you can start that day one day one of opening your business not even opening, day one of getting your business name LLC or sole proprietor or what have you you can start getting your business credit to crack and that to me is my, that's my suggestion to you um, after you've researched and everything that you need to on on YouTube and, and Facebook and books and uh, audiobooks uh, uh, uh podcasts and things of that nature then take that leap figure out what you have to do for business credit you know consult friends who have started small businesses so I've uh, my my oldest daughter her mom has a small business um, quick shout out to moonlit Beauty um, where she does her beauty supplies and whatnot. And so one of the things that she gave me Or one of the words and names That she had said that I hadn't heard prior Was Dunning Bradstreet So um, And I apologize if this podcast This episode isn't for you Anybody who is not interested in starting a small business Was just looking for a little word of encouragement Or (sighs) Sorry Or some coffee facts You know this one That's not this one So um, See you at the next one If uh, you know if I'm lucky enough to have you tune into the next time, but done in Bradstreet was a company that I've never heard of, um, as a business owner. Now that's all I hear is done in Bradstreet, but, um, I never heard of it before, uh, today or, you know, before that day that I was speaking with, um, with Justine is her name. So she was expressing to me that done in Bradstreet, um, is a specific type of creditor that um, that reports to your business credit, and so we're used to TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. You know what I mean. But Dun and Bradstreet is the big daddy of them all, and they're the ones who report the strongest to, or they're the credit bureau that you're that you know that looks at your credit the strongest. You know what I'm saying? Forgive me if I'm not using this term correctly, but. Um, And because of that, you need to go out and register with them. You know, um, as you start to build your personal credit, there's almost nothing that you need to do. You just wake up one day at 18 and a Capital One credit card is in the mail. It's like they've been waiting for you to turn 18. You know, Discover, Visa, and then they start reporting to the credit bureaus like that. When in order to start your business credit, it's a little different. You have to reach out to them. And in this particular case, you have to register with Dun and Bradstreet. Um, things like Experian and uh, Equifax, there is no trans. Oh, I'm so sorry. There is no trans union yet on your credit on your business credit. It's just Equifax and uh, Experian, which are significantly lower than Dun and Bradstreet. But um, once you start building your credit, you want to start with Dun and Bradstreet. But to um, so build your credit. You uh, you can't, well, you can just apply for credit cards. And that usually, that can pan out well, especially if you have good personal credit. Um, if you've got a good standing with your bank account, that could stand, that could prove to be very well. Um, but there are things called net 30 accounts. And these net 30 accounts are accounts given to you by larger companies where they give you something ahead of time and you've got 30 days to pay it off net 30 net 40 net 15 so there's a lot of different net um, programs that, that different companies um, but different companies allow you to uh, participate in but I'm used to net 30s so in these net 30 accounts you have something like Uline which seems to be one of my favorites at the time at this particular time Um, I can buy cups, coffee, coffee makers, stir sticks, you know, and this is just coffee related stuff. You know what I'm saying? You can buy. Um, I went to a website called Quill, which is similar to Uline, and Quill allowed me to buy a printer. Um, They had a computer. Um, They had laptops, you know, and you can get it risk free <laughs> risk free. No, you can get it ahead of time for 30 days or not for 30 days yeah you can get it ahead of time and you just have to pay them off in 30 days and a lot of people just have the money on chill get the invoice wait 10-15 days and pay it off with the money that they already had and these little open accounts that you create will allow you to um, will allow you to make more money uh, Will allow you to build more credit, excuse me, um, in these net 30. So I, I, I love the net 30 way. And ever since I've done it, my credit has, has boosted. You know, it's not 100%. You have to continue to open up these accounts and continue to pay them off. Um, but it's been relatively helpful. I've been able to get products ahead of time when my money is funny. I've been able to, you know, use money to pay off the product later. And things of that nature. So um, there are are definitely benefits of net 30 on top of building your credit. It's just a nice little layaway um, process as well. So, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, Yeah, so little things like that to kind of help build your credit up. You know, um, I'm liking all of the little tools and tidbits that I've learned. I haven't had too much failure Uh, in listening to these people I think my biggest downfall is my personal credit that's why I haven't been able to get a personal uh, um, a business credit card and um, because of my personal credit or just you know things personally in general I haven't been able to get um, a business loan yet so I do believe that in time I will be able to get a Excuse me, a good business card credit card and a good um and a good business loan in the future if I just keep doing what I'm doing and I keep being diligent and responsible with these things. I've been treating my business credit better than I've been treating my personal credit, you know. I plan on getting both of those right in the very near future, but it's just good to know that um that I'm finally <laughs> moving in the right direction, whether it's Aaron Stewart or it's Aaron Stewart the businessman, uh, things are looking up. So if you're in this journey with me and you're on your way to trying to, you know, be great, be successful, you know, you want to listen to somebody who's bumped their heads a few times, you know, uh, such as the EIN number, you know, excuse me, the LLC um, I bought my head pretty tough getting that LLC, sheet. Um, but what I did learn is that I could do it by myself. And what I did learn is that I didn't need to pay $900, $1,100 to legal Zoom to knock it out. You know, you just have to be patient, diligent, read what it says. Um, don't use mobile mode on your phone. You know, you'll possibly want to get to a laptop or a computer or turn your phone to desktop mode. That way everything is, like, visible and you can see all of your options. Um, you know what I mean? So, uh, so, yeah, so, <laughs> you might want to do that. I'm, I'm just having flashbacks of how bad I, I messed up. I could have paid LegalZoom with the amount of money that I spent messing up with that thing, with this thing. So, well, but that's neither here nor there. So, um. Uh, yeah, um, I enjoyed the experience though um, Of course With the LLC you want to immediately get an EIN number I'm talking about business credit But without an EIN number Business credit is something that you can't, you can't do And um, Don't let nobody tell you different You do not have to pay for an EIN number Do not go online And you know somebody say Hey you know for $25 I'll get you an EIN No Just get it yourself Simple IRS.com.gov. Whatever, enter in and register your business and then go from there get you your business website this isn't just something that people are saying just to say it when you start putting your business out there as a reputable company they're going to start double checking and quadruple checking to see if you are who you are or if you're as good as you say you are <coughs> Excuse me. so when you're out there trying to get loans and business lines of credit and credit cards. You need to have your business license, your EIN number. Go get your website. Go get a, a phone, uh, um, a business line. You can add it to your own regular phone line. You can get, um, what's, the, what's those people? Um, I forget. You can get almost anybody but Google line. The Google line is the only thing that doesn't register, uh, as a, um, on the white pages, you know, and that's what the, these companies are looking for to see if you're a real reputable company and you're registered, you know, in the city. So uh, I got my number through GoDaddy. So it's another line, $10 a month that it's a line connected to my phone. And when that phone number rings, I get a whole nother app that comes up. So I just know it's not, um, uh, You know, I know what it is and I know what it isn't. Off top, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, that's the beauty of that. Um, Sorry, headed to get some coffee. And this line is a lot bigger. Excuse me, than I had anticipated. here now, and I'm not turning around, so, one second, I'm sorry, I should pause this thing, add my little rinky-dink ten dollars, at the 15 minute mark what's in your cup I'll tell you what's about to be in mine quad shot blonde ristretto caramel macchiato light ice um they can do the regular amount of caramel drizzle on here I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wild out not gonna trip about that um but an extra pump of vanilla if you please and whole milk no cake pop I don't need a cake pop I need to get my life together what's in your cup what are you drinking today guys make sure you guys hit me the secret menu, Las Vegas at gmail.com or hit me up on thesecretmenulv on Instagram I'm always chatty I'm always in for a good conversation so hit me up I love to discuss what's in your cup and you know what are, you, what, what are your plans with your business what do you plan on doing you know I got a couple of things coming up, I don't know when these are going to air, but got a couple things coming up, you know what I mean, and I do understand the value of moving in silence, but I also think that, you know, it's okay to, you're not bragging when you're telling people what's next, you're just getting people anticipated and getting people excited and hyped, you know, and some people actually accept your assignment, and some people don't, so, yeah, what can you do? So anyway, business license, EIN, LLC, business credit, Dun and Bradstreet, Experian, Equifax—all these different things. It just—it sounds like I'm just ranting and rambling, but if you know, you know. And if you've been doing anything or taking any steps towards your license and you know legitimizing your small business, then you already know. You know, you're doing your thing out your garage. You know, I'm not saying that you're illegitimate, but have you decided to take the next step? Are you a law-abiding, tax-paying citizen, you know? Um have you went out and got you some Square software, Clover, or Toast or any of these other companies that that um that that are the mobile card readers? Which one do you prefer? I'm with Square now. I tried Clover. There was some hidden fees that I just didn't uh, appreciate. Um so, I'm, I've moved over to uh, to Square, and so far, so good. Um, they take their money out right off top, you know? So, while you're worried about, um, you know what I mean? So, while things are going on and you're doing your thing, they take their money right off top, and I love it. You know, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So, you know, check them out. Uh, what else, what else? Um, is your business um, podcast worthy Um, are you familiar with SEO Um, so when you're looking when you're in a search engine there are a lot of different hashtags or tags that bring you up um, on search engines but having a podcast allows you to Sorry
1: about
0: that. Uh, um, having a podcast puts you in a position to specifically be sought after in these search engines. One second. Hello,
1: welcome to for you to today. Hi, may I have a venti ice blonde ristretto
0: caramel macchiato, please. Uh, All right, venti ice blonde ristretto caramel macchiato. Anything else? Um, an extra pump of vanilla, an extra shot of espresso. Whole milk, light ice.
1: Whole milk and light ice.
0: Anything else? That'll do it. All right, it's gonna be 688 out of the window. Thank you. Thank you. I actually drove past the thing. I'm yelling backwards. Yeah, so anyway, with everything that I said, um, I'm hoping that uh, something is stuck, you know? I have a few people in the city who have helped me with um with some um advertisement that have helped me with um getting my YouTube stuff together specifically the commercial and specifically the specifically a commercial that I not a commercial, yeah, yeah a promo video that I did specifically an interview that I did just to get some more publicity and I feel like it was fruitful. I feel like I learned some stuff and everything is good and I wanna and if you need any of that, please don't hesitate to hit me up. I'm not big, I'm not too big but to, excuse me, I'm not big at all, but I'm definitely not too big to help in any way, shape or form possible. So please reach out to me if you seen the video and you want a video like that or seen the flyers and you want a flyer like that or on my website you see my website and you want something similar to that you know I got a got a little skills in, in the flyers and the website so by all means please reach out to me I uh, will go from there who did my menu board I got a physical menu board uh, like a like a little physical menu excuse me and I'm passing out one second 6.88. And
1: then again,
0: I Thank you. Here you go. Want a straw? Please. There you go. Appreciate you. Have
1: a good one. You do too.
0: And my phone is in my lap. I'm out of hands. Of course, I'm out of drink carriers. Of course. One second, y'all. You guys are so super patient. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping there's like authenticity and this organic these uh podcasts, not oh that's what I'm conveying. The organicness of these podcasts, not uh, how dysfunctional I am. Or <laughs> not the dysfunction of them, you know I should say. So uh Anyway, ringing it back. Yeah, what's he saying? I oh, don't know. I forgot. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you, if you like anything that you've seen in my repertoire, if there's something that you want to mimic or you want to try to uh, get the plug on, please, by all means, hit me up, you know? I'm an, open, I'm an open book. I'm not holding back anything. I'm not trying to put anything in my pocket so that the next person can't succeed. Hell, I went on a 30-minute mission. Well... Overall, it was probably about an hour-long mission, but I went out to um, see this gentleman who sells coffee in front of uh, the hospitals. Uh, he's a lone lone brother. Uh, I've been calling him Willie Earl. He's been in front of, I don't know if his name is Willie Earl. Please stop. Please forgive me. All right, so... Uh, but he's an old brother, he sells shrimp and grits in front of uh spring nope 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 uh, sunrise hospital. Uh, I was told this by a buddy of mine, what up Spence? Um and so I actually came with some money to patronize him. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a hater. You know, I was I was gonna scope him out, I was gonna check him out, you know what I'm saying? I was gonna see how I can do it. You know, you better believe it, you know, I'll never take his spot. You know, that's his that's his place, then so be it. But I will take the next spot. I will come through at, at Spring Mountain and North Vista Hospital. I will come through at you know, name a place. But you know, the highest form of flattery is imitation. Now he even he could have been doing this for years. You know, I talk about the little bit of competition I have in the city, you know. There they exist. It's just not a lot of it, you know? But I don't plan on them being competition for long. They won't be competition for long because at the end of the day, even with all of that, we're doing completely something different. The secret menu is taking it to a completely another level, you know? So you can't tell me, you know, that you're my competition. We're not even in the same weight class. So, I mean, that's a, that's a whole other conversation itself. So, But anyway, um, haven't reached my destination yet, thanks to the Starbucks. But we are at the 25-minute mark, so I'm going to start wrapping it up. I really thank you guys. Appreciate everybody for listening to tuning in. I hope some of these little tidbits I was able to help with, i have it more organized. And maybe I'll just talk about one thing the whole way through. Maybe just the LLC the whole way through the EIN that's not 25 minutes worth of conversation but you know either way man I'm hoping that you guys are gathering something I feel like I am too by being able to say it out loud it's refreshing my mind and allowing me to remember the process so um, I hope that we're both learning thank you guys so much talk to you later bye bye Good morning, good morning, good morning, TSMP here, the Secret Menu Podcast. We are ready for another episode. Um, And if you're counting, I don't know if you are, this is episode eight. I think, I think have I been counting? Even more valuable question. But this is episode eight of the TSMP Podcast, and I just want to say thank you. You know, you have given me... Um, four hours of your life listening to these podcasts, and I just want to thank you. Um, that's a mini-series on Netflix right there. Um, TSNP, The Secret Menu, is a mobile coffee shop owned by yours truly. Who goes around the city delivering and dropping off premium coffees setting up at events setting up in front of your storefronts setting up in front of your barber shops or your amazon fulfillment centers dmvs and hospitals you know day shift swing graveyard i'm trying to be there and provide a service for those who need it so the secret menu um, check me out on the secret menu, uh, Vegas at the secret menu LV, excuse me, on Instagram, um, the secret menu, Vegas.com, or you can email any questions, comments, or subjects to, um, the secret menu, Las Vegas at Gmail. It's like three different ones. I need to consolidate and make them all the same, same one. So we'll see how that goes in the future. I want to talk about, um, Not so much customers today. I just want to talk about perception. I want to talk about how in this industry and in a lot of industries, perception is reality. And it's something that gets overstated. Sorry. Overshadowed, overstated a lot. Um, Or it can't be overstated enough. At least I find myself staying it a lot but I don't anticipate enough of the world says it or appreciates it. Perception is reality. What you see, what you see going on is the reality to a lot of people. Now, I work in the restaurant industry. I've been a barista, I've been a server, I've been a lot of different things. I'm not bragging. I'm just running down a list of different job descriptions where perception is reality and if you're a hostess at a host stand twiddling your thumbs or playing on your phone the perception is you're bored, the perception is you're not busy, the perception is you probably have room inside of your restaurant. Those could be further from the truth, especially that last one. Maybe the hostess is bored or has nothing better to do but that's because the restaurant is full and there's nothing she, else she can host. You know, the, she can't bring in any more people. Or <clears throat> he can't bring in any more people. So with that said, um, I have nothing else to do because I can't bring anybody else in. You know, it's, it's one, one plus one equals two. But the perception of it is there's nothing going on so I should be able to give me a seat immediately. You know. A lot of perception is reality things. And a lot of it is going back to being lazy or a lot of the negative ones. But there are there is false hustle. I don't know if you got this coworker, but I got the employee who, you know, I'm the manager, so every time they see me, they be moving like this particular employee knows how to ramp it up when he sees me and a lot of times he sees me before I see him so he is yes boss what's going on boss I got you what can I get for you today boss absolutely let me go ahead and and he be moving lickety split it's like a caricature of himself like a lot of times it looks like I don't know, Mr. Bojangles. At times, the way he be moving and shucking and jiving, but uh, he is the perception. He is the 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 classic negative aspect of perceptions, reality, because people perceive to see him busting his butt, but the reality of it is he's moving. He's not moving no faster, no quicker than the next person. You know, he just happens to be looking good in front of you. Or he flails around to make it look like he's doing something. You know, Uh, in basketball, we call that false hustle. You know, you'll jump on defense and you'll run and jump and flail your arms about as if you're, you're the, the Patrick Beverly, if you catch that reference, or the Tony Allen of defense. And then bam. You know, nothing. Yeah, you're, you're you're really just <laughs> You're you're not the Tony Allen of defense, yeah. You Let's know, it like that. You're you're just moving and grooving. You're just you know, flailing and flapping your arms about it. and it looks good and it looks like you were really after the ball, but you were just trying to sit out for the next play. You know what I mean? You were trying to sit out for that play. And so I got employees who will make themselves look real good in front of customers, in front of me, other managers, but they're real co-workers now, you know? They know that it ain't nothing nearly even close to what they're really doing, you know? <clears throat> they're really in the back texting and when they come to the front they And that's not always a bad thing, you know. We need people to believe in the perception that we're showing sometimes. We need people to believe in the, oh, man, this guy is putting in his best foot. This guy is working hard. You know, that works for customers, you know. When you're, (laughs) when the kitchen is backed up and you're at this really weird moment, this moment where, dang, man, the food's not coming out, the kitchen's slow, Every every table in the house is looking at you. You can't sit behind the service station and polish silverware. You can't sit, you know, casually polish silverware. You definitely can't sit back there texting and chilling and talking. Because the customers, you know, the perception is you're here chilling and my food is back there not being prepared. So the least you can go do is go back there and help the cook. Now how in God's name do you help the cook? I don't know. There's no way you could help the cook. You're not putting on a hat or an apron and and stepping back there with the cook. You're not you know, you're not equipped. You know, the kitchen's not equipped to have that many more hands in the kitchen. It's just slow. But perception is reality, so you better not just sit there in a the service station and hang out. You better be bussing tables with the busser, moving back and forth and allowing the sweat to drip off your shoulder and, and <clears throat> enthusiastically apologize I'm so sorry man We're just running a little bit slow uh, We're gonna get to your thing And uh, just give us a moment And The perception of you Doing all you can To get this food out The perception of you Going back and forth Communicating with the cook You know Hey I just told him You know My table's really mad uh, If you don't hurry this thing up They're gonna walk and he, You know And the, the, the Excuse me The employee No no Who are you? The customer, yeah, the customer, the customer appreciates that. The customer appreciates you're not just sitting there like, "Hey, it's gonna take another 20 minutes." they play you know. You sitting there nonchalantly, casually, you know. Good luck, everybody else. You know, type of laissez-faire mentality. You know, it's 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 tough. It's tough because you don't you don't really know what to do. Nobody teaches you that. Nobody says, "Hey, if." You know, but I tell you what, there's a few things you don't want to do. From the manager's standpoint, I'm, I'm going off the perceptions reality the topic, but there's a few things you don't want to do from a manager's standpoint, and there's a few things you don't want to do from a uh, from a customer's standpoint. So as a server, you know, you're in trouble. As a manager, we don't want to see you waiting in the kitchen. <clears throat> Get your butt out the kitchen. You're hiding. We know you're hiding hiding because you don't want to keep that awkward stare looking at the customer wondering what's going on wondering you know saying where the food is at you know it's it's awkward it's upsetting uh um and you are the target of their ire you know the customer is upset and there's one person to blame and that's you because you're the one who took the order you know you're my server you're supposed to be serving me so there's that course, we don't want you in the front, and by we, I mean the customers, the customers don't want you in the front just chilling, you know, you in the back like, hey, it's going to be another 15 minutes, so that means I'm going to talk to this person, or hide in the bathroom, or FaceTime this person, or, you know, because now the customer can see you, see you not doing anything, see you're not trying to help the situation, which goes back to what can you possibly do to help? You know, so it's a it's a tough situation now. When I was serving, now nah, not to pat myself on the back, but you may or may not notice this, but I can talk. So whenever I would have situations like this, I would just touch tables, and as I'm touching tables, I would ask realistic questions. I'm I want to know what's up with you, where you're from, where what you're doing, how you how you long you've been in Vegas, are you from Vegas, are you a local or you know. And, and we're going to chit chat and whatever your answer is I'm going to compound on that answer and we're going to take this conversation as, as far down the rabbit hole as humanly possible until that food is ready you know and not a lot of people can as we like to say shuck and jive quite like I can shuck and jive and <clears throat> I'd like to also point out that it's sincere it's a sincere shuck and jive you know what I mean you know what I mean Because I sincerely care about your well-being. I sincerely care about what's going on, where you're from. And that makes the conversation that much better. I guess that comes back to the perception. If you have this perception that I care, which I do, it's reality. And it makes makes for a better conversation. And then as you're having this lovely conversation, laughing and joking, knee-smacking, having a ball, the food comes out. And now the perception of time has changed. And that, that, my dear, that is the, that's the doozy right there. The perception of time. Customers, employees, employees who just clock in versus employees who are on their way clocking out. Everybody has a different perception of time. Salaried employees who are here for 10 plus hours. Ugh. Time is... Time is different for everybody. You're a customer who just walks in. Or you're a customer who's sitting outside. You know, you're waiting to be sat. You're in the lobby area. You're in your car. You're standing. You know, let's say you're standing. Because you're uncomfortable. That, That shows uncomfortability. And here you are standing, waiting for your table. They tell you 15 minutes... They tell you you're at the top of the list, but somebody walks in and grabs a seat before you. And you say, wait a second, I was on the top of the list. Well, this person chose to sit at the bar. You told me you didn't want the bar, so there was a bar spot open, so I gave it to this person. So now you try not to be uh, at fault in this situation, but you're going to hold your tongue on this one. All right, I'm at the top of the list, right? Yeah, you're you're at the very top of the list. Yep. And now that list is a wait list. It's different. Because now a party of four walks in and gets sat down instantly and you're like, wait a second. You said I was at the top of the list. Yes, yes, ma'am, or sir. You are at the top of the wait list. This was a reservation. Now see you you didn't think to call early on a Friday night on E D C weekend about getting the table you figured you could just walk up you know, and get a table not thinking about the ramifications of what would happen if people had reservations or if it's a Friday or a Wednesday or if it's EDC weekend or a regular weekend or it's pride week or or life is beautiful you know you just walked in expecting to get sat down so now the perception of time has got you feeling like I've been out here for 35 minutes waiting on the table. And they told me, well, sir or ma'am, you've actually been waiting out here for 14 minutes. And we have a table ready for you. We quoted you 15. So we're still early, you know. But now you've got to attitude the rest of your meal. Because you felt like you were slighted. You felt like you were wronged, you know. We could have sat at the bar. I didn't, I didn't mind. You got a 12-year-old with You talking about we could have sat at the bar. And uh, it was never offered to me. But we didn't offer it to you because we saw an elderly person in your group. And the bar seating is really high up there. And we were trying to accommodate you and the elderly person. And uh, we were trying to give you guys a low-top table. You know what I'm saying? So the perception of things varies from, from what side of the aisle you're on. The customer doesn't know the nuances and the subtle details of what goes on in the back, but we do, and we're very, very aware of it, and we pay attention to it, and we try to be, um, sometimes we try to be transparent, but sometimes it bites us in the butt, you know, so sometimes it's better to keep the curtain, to keep the curtain closed and not let you look behind the curtain you know, we let you look behind the curtain and all of a sudden you you see some things and you think you know some things. You know, so you gotta pick and choose whose perception you you unveil. You know, when do you unveil that the man behind the curtain was Mr. Oz the whole time, not you know, not this grand old wizard, you know, or whatever. <laughs> Work on these metaphors. You know. <clears throat> so anyway, you know. So, perception is definitely reality. We are at the 15-minute mark. We're a little bit past it. 16-minute mark. What is in your cup? I have... Nope, not a caramel macchiato, in case you were guessing. I don't. I have an unsweetened black cold brew. Black is my soul right now. Black as the, the weather right now. I don't know where you are, or what day you're listening to this, but right now the weather is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. No, this cold rule will be so delightful. I'm going to doctor it up when I get to the job. That's why I'm not going to take a sip on the, on the cast today, but it's been riding around in my girl's uh, car, car. Wow. No, I would not be, no, it's been riding around in my girl's fridge uh, for uh, some time and I remember buying them and I don't remember why I bought a black cold brew because that's not even my style I need flavor and milk but with the secret menu being at the ready at any given moment in time there's a good chance that I pulled out the cold brew just so I could doctor it up in my own way you know we do have caramel well uh, secret menu got it all but I'm thinking about what I have at the job I've got caramel drizzle I could probably do something with you know um, to sweeten it or I could just use sugar and then uh, whole milk or 2% you know we shall see we'll see what I decided to do but what are you drinking what's in your cup make sure you let me know hit me up on uh, the secret menu las vegas at gmail.com the secret menu las vegas at gmail.com send me Send me your um, your topics, but specifically today, or right now. Send me what you're drinking. Let me rate it. Now, rate it based on my sweet tooth. So let's just keep it real. If you're just a black cup of coffee kind of gal, yeah, yeah no. But yeah, try it. Let's try it anyway. Let's, let's give me something to talk about. Um, so. Perception is reality, y'all. I need you guys to understand that it'll it, it'll make for um, it, it'll make for a better customer service experience. It'll make for a better customer experience, and I know, I know. We always talk about the customer, and I'm here to tell you the customer's not always right. I'm here to tell you that that um, the customer is usually wrong, very wrong. So, with that said, you'll never hear me taking the side of the customer blanketly um, but I do also understand and appreciate the customers bringing the money so as I'm an entrepreneur and I plan on having my own business and I plan on having my own not necessarily storefront but trailer where I'm out there and I'm trying to engage with customers I do have to realize that they are my bread and butter and I do need to work with them To a certain degree, you know what I'm saying? Not kiss they butt, but maybe in the beginning, kiss they butt is the answer, you know what I'm saying? But we'll come back to that. But what I am saying, though, is that um, when I'm out there and I got my table and I got mine, I have to be enthusiastic. My perception is I have to want their business. I have to appreciate their business. Now, both of those things are true. But I need them to look true and be true. Those are two different things, you know. Because we're back to perception being reality. Perception being reality is a facetious sentence. Because in most scenarios, in most examples that I gave you, perception wasn't reality. It's just reality to the person who perceives it. You know? Um, so with that said, like... We need to make sure... People need to make sure that the perception that we're giving people is the reality that we want. Yeah, I like that. I remember that. And know, uh, perception isn't reality in most cases. Perception is the reality to the person who perceived it. Yeah. You know? And we have to make sure that we perceive or we give off the perception Of the reality that we want people to perceive. We have to give the reality. I'm going to work on that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I haven't had my coffee. Um, But yeah, man. So always a pleasure. Always. Thank you guys for listening. You know. um, I hope I don't sound preachy. I hope you understand. I'm just a, a gentleman who's trying to get this thing together. Just like the next person trying to get this thing together. I know the last podcast, I was really business, 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 you know, so today I wanted to talk about something a little bit more abstract and a little less concrete, but, you know, these are things that I think about, you know, these are things that go through my mind, you know, because unfortunately, perception is reality to people. Unfortunately, we don't always understand that concept in the moment. We're we're too busy, um, we're too busy trying to... Uh, chill or cut a corner or you know I'm saying relax and we're not noticing who's noticing us and we're not noticing the people that are you know in our not in our corner but in our faces you know trying to get their food or trying to get whatever you know what I'm saying and now all of a sudden we're laughing and joking while the kitchen is on fire you know uh, can you find um, humor in a messed up situation? Sure. But if HR and upper management is on the floor and your restaurant is burning to hell right now, maybe that's not a good time for you and your co-workers to be bumping you know, your music through your Apple speaker and You know what I'm saying? Singing ding dong, the witch is dead. You know, maybe that's just not the right time. Mm -hmm. I definitely understand nobody really wants to work, but the perception is pretty, is a bad perception. You know, I don't even know what what the reality of it is, but the perception is a bad perception, so. Uh, Anyway, thank you guys for showing up, showing out. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Please make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, We'll catch you on the next one, man. Please enjoy your second cup on me. All right, bye-bye.